to Dan Bolt's interview. We are uh, coming back. It's been a few weeks since we were here, in case you didn't realize by the major news stories that happened in one spot, and then there was just nothing really after that. Um, that was due to the fact that I was on vacation. So I, uh, I apologize for the uh, lack of current events that came out on the podcast, but... Yeah, it was all because, all because of you. It was all because of me. Selfish bastard. Yes. Really selfish. See who we have here. Big me. Papa in the house. <laughs> and Big Papa is with us again. Yes. How you doing, everybody? Second appearance in... Uh, yeah. What, two months? Yeah. You better start uh, telling people. The last episode didn't do as good as that first one. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw that one out there. <laughs> I'll get my numbers back up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we are back. Yeah. It's been a two-week hiatus, and we have a... Uh, this thing's almost as jam-packed as Jeff's We part. have a... <laughs> very jam-packed show. <laughs> so, Tom, you were on vacation. And I did. Let, how was your vacation? It was an adventure. It was an adventure. Um, was it a great adventure? It was not a great adventure, okay. but we were damn near close to it. <laughs> Where'd um, you go? We started off last... Monday, we drove down to Camden. Oof. Camden, New Jersey. <laughs> Why? We went to the uh, aquarium the there. <laughs> <laughs> no one got killed. <laughs> we uh, we went down. Did you get a Taylor ham, egg, and cheese? No, I got pork roll. Taylor ham. Pork Taylor roll. ham. I, uh, no, no. South, I, I went. South Jersey trash, you're right. It's pork <laughs> roll. <laughs> <laughs> went down there. We went to the aquarium. I was going to... We took a very long time in the aquarium, and it was not by our fault. It was just... Wait, what aquarium? Philadelphia one? No, the Camden, Camden Aquarium. Oh, there's, there's a Camden yeah, Aquarium? Yeah, it's actually really cool. They have a, uh, they have hippos in there. Really? If you yeah. dodge the bullets. Yeah. Huh. And they were feeding them watermelons, and they were they were scarfing down. It's cool how they eat a watermelon, right? Yeah. yeah it's, it's like... Yeah, it just like this crumbles in their yeah. mouth. But we did that... I wanted to go to the um, the terminal market, the Reading Terminal Market there, and get a uh, a pork sandwich. They do the pork, the broccoli rabe, very uh, ginzaloon, as you two would know, um, sandwich. And we ended up not I, going I'm, there. I'm, I take offense to that. No. Uh, that's okay. You can. Um, but it, uh, trust me, God bless you people for making an awesome sandwich. <laughs> uh, yeah, we know how to cook better than those Polacks, don't it's we? Like there, Boiled hey. potatoes, a pierogi. If I can have a pierogi, it's delicious. I don't care what you say. But we uh, we were going to go there, and then I was going to stop also at Tony Luke's and get a cheesesteak to go. So I would have ate that. We ended up not going to either one. <laughs> <laughs> did you throw a fit? Uh, I was not happy. Yeah, but you threw a fit. But, but you uh, did get your uh, favorite sandwich, though, right? We Second favorite. Second favorite. On the way in, we, we uh, went to Camden during the day. We went to Atlantic City at night. And I ended up going to White House Subs. I got my huge uh, sandwich. It was excellent. And I ate half of that. I only ate half. Did you break any records? No, no. I, I, I did not speed eat. That was that was all for pleasure. Savory. There was no pain. That was all pleasure. Ate the sandwich. Oh, God. We did a little bit of gambling. <laughs> we, uh, I didn't do the burger challenge either. This was a very uneventful food um, weekend. So I didn't do my burger challenge like I normally do. We just kind of gambled and... Is that the one you won the shirt for? Yes. Okay. Two shirts. Two shirts. I've, it, I've done it twice now. 
What is that challenge again? UEA. I think it's a 24-ounce <laughs> burger with all Jeez, the fixings. I have a question. Did this Was the second shirt bigger than the first shirt you got? <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's the bullshit of it. They didn't have, they didn't have my size. I didn't get a smaller size. And oh, okay. The, and the yeah, that's not what the joke was. But. <laughs> no, I, I think the fence because I love that shirt. And the white yellow <laughs> Think what, what, what young Joseph meant was yes, that I got fatter. Yes. <laughs> I, I've maintained my weight for about the past year. Okay. Super large, but <laughs> it is what it is. Um, no, I, I, I wanted to do this the challenge. It didn't end up happening, and we Why ended up. Oh, because you didn't go. Okay. Yeah, we didn't go there, and the wife fucked me because n- not, literally not literally, figuratively, not literally, oh. figuratively, oh. because I'm jealous. New Jersey, that son of a gun state. Hey, I take offense to that. That's twice hey, now. listen. Why can't they just sell beer everywhere? Why does it have to be in restaurants? I agree with that. It's always a pain in the ass finding a, beer in Jersey. Yeah. So, we did not <laughs> have beer. I'm sorry that you have to go to a beer store to get beer, and you have to, and they pump your gas for you. It's not like... Yeah, but I like the convenience of going to a New York gas station and getting beer. As yeah, you walk to like, in, you just... Because you're already out of your car, so you might as well yeah. you get a beer. Yeah. So I ended up not having any beer. <laughs> well, not I paid the five cents recycling. Yeah, no, Jersey sucks. You're right. Correct. And I ended up, I had like maybe three beers at the casino. I didn't really have much. I lost about $60 at the casino. And it, it was a very uneventful night. Um, we left there. We drove down the Wildwood. On the way there, I was, uh, the wife was, the wife was driving. And I hope so. Yes. And she ended up taking the wrong turn off the GPS. And in my good favor, it pulled us off the roadway right in front of... Uh, she, took it off, she took the wrong turn off? Like she didn't listen to the GPS? Or no, no. The GPS was kind of confusing. It said turn now, but it really wasn't turn now. So I guess the, the turns were very close. We ended up going the wrong way. But because of that, there was a um, liquor store. I ended up buying enough beer that I was good for the weekend. So we go to the hotel room. We ended up meeting um, a, f- a family friend there. Their family was down. We hung out with them. You said Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. Hey, we said Johnny. Okay. Man. And we ended up, uh, we went out for a few nights to go eat. We went to a brewery down there. They had very good beer down there. I, I enjoyed their beer. Mud Hen. I'll, I'll give them a little shout out. Oh, okay. okay. It was no, a good food. They had a good porter. They had a, a good IPA. And pretty much every night I sat out on the balcony and smoked cigars and drank beers all night. I got burnt. You can't see it now because we're recording in the dark, but I have. Uh, <laughs> I used the, uh, the aerosol spray um, sunscreen. And apparently I missed a few spots, so I got like, I look like I have tiger stripes on my arms. <laughs> you got uh, alopecia? Yeah. You look so, like Wolverine's costume? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm a little dark on spots, and I'm starting to flake now, but mm. we had a good time there. And then we came, We were only down there for, I think, three days, or three nights, four days. We came home, and I ended up going to my first ever NASCAR races. I did too. NASCAR was over in Pocono, which is only like an hour and a half from us. I ended up going to the uh, truck race on Saturday. Did you see any of the guys you interviewed? Were they racing? Uh, Spencer Boyd was racing. Okay. He had a pretty good race. Um, Jesse Little was not. 
he doesn't come up to Pocono. It's just not a race he does. And I saw how, that. How'd Spencer do? He, I think, came in upper teens. Okay. So, not a bad race for him. He actually suffered an injury he a few weeks back, and he's been racing with a bad back, which, you know, in a truck driving, you know, a few hundred miles at 200 miles an hour is not cohesive Man. for uh, doing yeah, well. So, lumbar. Yeah, so he he's not been doing probably as good as he'd like, but totally explainable with his bad back. So, but yeah, I did that, left there, drove home. It's like an hour and a half, so I did like a three-hour trip each time. Mm-hmm. Went back for the Sunday race, watched that, and then came home. And that was the end of my vacation. Wow. The good thing about Pocono is you can bring in a 12 by 12 cooler and have any type of alcoholic beverage pending it's not in a glass container in it. So I brought in about an 18 pack each day and polished them off throughout the race. How long does the race last? Three hours. You finished 18 beers in three hours and you drove home? Six pack every hour. It's not. Yeah. And then drove home? Yeah. Oh, trust me, you were sweating it out. You oh, could. Yeah. The now, person next to me could have licked me and gotten drunk. That's how you, I was just uh, sweating out the booze. Did you wear like those big, those big headphones? No, I was I was gonna rent them. The first, well, the first night it was the truck, and I said, you know what? Let me see how it is. I actually brought my, uh, I have earphones that I bring to the gun range when I shoot guns. Yeah. And it wasn't that loud, so I'm like, you know what? I should be good. And the next day I went. It was it was a little bit louder, but nothing terrible. But then on Monday, yeah, it. My ears hurt a little bit, hmm. so I, I would get them again just because a lot of them have. They're not just like noise canceling; they're noise canceling, but then they also give you the you can turn into the radio of the drivers. Now, when you go to these things, is it like you know when you go to like a football game, people are tailgating the parking lot? <laughs> oh yeah, oh okay. they do that too. Okay, holy shit, yeah. Uh, the fact that you're able to bring in beer is kind of odd to me because is, is it still oh they sell beer there is it still the Bush series like like no, the, no. the beer companies are, are kind of losing out there I would oh yeah think they, so no too, they they, yeah. they definitely lose out but Pocono is a huge race it is huge I mean it's a two and a half mile track so where I used to live if you would go all the way up the road to the one road and then turn up and go to County Route One. Mm-hmm go across and come down over right over here mm-hmm. and then go back to my house that that essentially is the it's that big so i saw the video you posted on our instagram yes uh bullnering pc or bullnering yeah uh, <laughs> now you were at it looked like you were at the start of the race am i wrong for the truck race i was pretty much right near the start line okay cuz i saw start them waving the, they were starting slow yeah. and they waved the flag and they went yeah now after they leave you, you said it's a two and a half mile long track. Yes. That can you like see them? Yeah, you can see them, but they're. So then, what the fuck do you just send your hands and just stare at the sky? Well, no, the the, the trucks spread out. You know, while they're racing, the cars they all spread okay. out, and you'll get people like at lap. There might be a down tire, so someone's coming the pit road. I mean, it's it's one of the longest front stretches in, and it like... is the longest front stretch in NASCAR. It's over three thousand feet right so i mean you're looking at the front stretch there almost is is almost yeah it's like a third of more than a yeah, third of a mile or uh, yeah. uh two-thirds of a mile right so it's pretty much just a huge drag strip okay and you'll see that you'll go around and the the first the truck race that we were at they actually the first three laps there was three wrecks 
So the first dream lap fla uh, laps, wreck on the first one for a favorite that was that was touted to win. Second one, another wreck. Third one, another wreck, but they actually didn't call a yellow flag, and they just let him keep racing. Okay. But it was interesting. I'm telling you, it was a great time. I And a lot of people, like, my mother went back in the 70s with my father, and she's like, I hated it. I would never go to that again. I called her up as soon as we were done. I'm like, you're fucking nuts. I had a great time. But, Tom, not everyone's into NASCAR like you, so maybe, like, she just didn't have a good time because she doesn't like it. It's not this really that, she's it's wrong. The, it's the I mean, atmosphere of it. Like you get the crowd going, the, the the food there is excellent. I got this. It was essentially a. It was like a small sand bucket, like you would take to the beach, uh -huh. and it was layered with French fries, like melted cheese and Philly cheesesteak meat, onions and peppers. Huh. Your arteries was, must be cement. It was. It was probably about <laughs> a five-inch high bucket. Probably about. That round, what would you say that is about? Ten inches round, if not more. Yeah, I guess. It was fantastic. How I, the fuck did you eat it? Like, did you eat it? Like, I I didn't have a fork. It was so layered. I ate it with. It, yeah, it was just like fries, cheese, meat, vegetables, meat, fries, vegetables. Yeah, the peppers and, peppers and onions. Oh, peppers and onions. Yeah. Doesn't that make the fries soggy? No, no, they were crispy. They were. It was. Oh yeah. And I ate them with my hands. Oh my god! I ate it like a you savage are, animal. You are a fucking animal. <laughs> I ate like an animal. It was it was great. My god. Yeah, but then I like I, I had like, a, your wife. I had like I, a, I don't know. I had a claw of like cheese fingers, so I had to like leave to go to the bathroom. Such a fucking I went to the bathroom. I cleaned my hands up. I took a leak, and then I went back up and killed some beers. And I mean, did you wash your hands after you pissed, or did you just go? Kind of... No, nah, why would I do that? Uh, okay, <laughs> I washed I them mean, before. That. I mean, you might as well just keep with the trend. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> but no, it, it's a great time there. I'm telling you. Oh, it, well, it sounds like so much fun. Can't wait. It is. Can't wait for you guys to go. Yeah. We're going to bring you all. Okay. <laughs> well, into sports that other people like. <laughs> a lot of shit's been going on since yes. you've been on vacation. Uh, we have a few holdouts in football because uh, Le'Veon Bell ruined it for everybody. Sure did. Yes, he did. Uh, we got a Ezekiel Elliott. He's holding out in the Cowboys like a selfish prick. Mm -hmm. And he better come back before I do my draft. Or... <laughs> Did you see the vice president of the Cowboys, what he said? He came out and said? Yeah, um, we don't need a running back. Uh, we, you don't need a star running back to win a football, uh, win, a, win a Super Bowl. But um, you need good players. <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. He, he, came, oh, what are you out, talking about? he came out and said that uh, signing Cooper, uh, Dak oh, Prescott, and Ezekiel Elliott is, is not something they can do and, and, and kind of be relevant, you know. Well, because he has a year left and another uh, and an option for a fifth, right? Or something like that? It's a fifth-year option for a rookie where... Yeah, he's still on his rookie. It's, so his rookie contract, every contract in the NFL is a... Right. In the fir first round is four years. Right. And then there's an option for a fifth, so... I mean, maybe I'm just don't know business well, but... uh. When the running back's the best player on your team, don't you kind of want to make sure you got to kind of ha you have him locked down? No, really? Because they're so he's uh, twenty six. So I, I mean, thirty is kind of pushing it for a running back. So you, you quarterback um, is. Jack Prescott's not as cracked up as he was in his no, rookie year. But I mean, quarterback is the. He also didn't have a receiver. Yeah. 
this year yeah. it might be a different story now that he has Amari Cooper the full season. Okay. The bad pro- problem is they got rid of their slot receiver. Cole Beasley went to Buffalo. Right. And when you have that slot receiver that you can check down to and you got that, that's a big thing. Oh, yeah. And the problem with the, with the Cowboys are going to run into is all those guys were kind of drafted in the same year, so they're kind of all coming to a contract negotiation at the same time. Um, so what you know? What other teams are able to do is like, kind of like, you know, you balance it out, you have the quarterback, so then you ask him to kind of take – uh, he, he redoes his salary, so it frees up some money to sign the running back or the wide receiver. But now the Cowboys are in a, in a position where all three of their star players now, through the trade and, and just drafting Dak Prescott in a later round, mm-hmm. that they're 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 in a but uh, hey, a rough situation. Hey, Jason Witten's back. Hard hitting Jason Witten. Yeah. Now, 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 my question with him is, he retired. He did. I don't know if he had any years left on his contract. Obviously, if he retires, that voids out said year. But say he had five years left. Mm-hmm. He retires for one year. Does that mean he would that one year be voided out and he still has the four years remaining? Or did they have to re-sign him as a new contract? I, I never, I never really looked. Thought into it was this. a new contract, but I don't. I, but I, I don't think can. you could just retire and then it becomes something's dropping on me. That's okay. Uh, um, yeah. This is a fucking spider. Holy water. Um, yeah. What was I saying? Oh, so I don't think you retire and then like your contract just disappears and then you can come back and sign mm-hmm. with another team. You, you have to stay with that team if you were still under contract. Well, no, because didn't Marshawn do that? Marshawn still had years with Seattle, retired for a year, went to Oakland. I think they had to trade him. Yeah, I would say there was, was something. There, going, there was definitely something going on yeah. when he came back. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, so... That, that could definitely be the the thing on that. I this holdout stuff is bullshit. I, and I'm not just saying it because essentially my team was the what I would consider the you know uh, what would we? You alright with over there? Yeah, just something keeps dropping on me. But why don't you look up instead of looking down? I want to make sure nothing, no bugs are fucking dropping on me. I don't see anything. Yeah, That's so weird. it's probably just, you probably just got dive bombed. Yeah. I don't know. All right. <laughs> but what's the name was essentially like uh, patient zero for, Le'Veon Bell was patient zero for this whole thing. Right. Where it was a big name player that said, you know, I'm not going to play this year. And Yeah, but look what happened. And then they replaced him. Yeah. I now he's on the Jets. Oof. Yeah. Well, I understand when I'm not here, but when I'm right to my face. Uh, I don't think that these players should be dictating what's going on with them. Well, you know what, though? I mean, I, I and I've said this before, I commend the Steelers for standing their ground and saying, we're not going to sign him. He's, he's holding us up for money. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. Yeah. They could be replaced. They're a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. So I think the Cowboys are kind of going that same route. I mean. I think you have pers- more of a hard-ass boss. I think the Roonies are more of um, the passive owners where Jerry Jones would be like, you know what, go fuck it. I, I can see him being like at a thing going, we're not paying this prick, fuck him. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, he, he just, uh, to me, doesn't seem they like he keep, gives a shit. Uh, they keep comparing it to the Emmett Smith thing that happened like in 94, 95, mm-hmm. where he held out also, and then by the second week, I think they kind of gave him what he wanted, and then, then they went on to win a Super Bowl. But you know, it, 
get better ingredients back then. <laughs> they got a good defense. They they have a good offensive line. I mean, I'm not saying the Cowboys can win it, but listen, I hope they all fucking leave because then that opens up a good slot for uh, first place. They're in my, you know, the Giants' division. Let them all fucking leave. I just don't want Elliot to hold out for a year because that kind of fucks me fantasy wise. That's a big problem when you play fantasy. It could take over your whole perspective on football. Oh yeah, and change. Oh, of course everything. it does. Yeah. I mean, teams that I didn't give a shit about, I'm like watching. Me too. And players that I want to see do good or do bad, I'm rooting or booing rooting against. Rooting for against, yeah. You know. Yeah. You know oh yeah. If, if you're playing, you know, you're a Steeler fan, and yeah. you got to face. You know, a team that has Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown. Not to get off the subject, but when you have someone playing the Jets, mm-hmm. do you sit them? Uh, I try not to draft. Um, you don't go division rivals. I, 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 I'll try to stay away, but you know, Tom Brady's there in the you know in the fifth round. Oh yeah, uh, and I'm looking at a quarterback. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll draft. I'm Brady, just saying, I try not to, to draft the Redskin, a Cowboy, or oh, see, that Eagle. doesn't bother me. Oh, no, I will, I will pick up me. anybody. It's all about getting that good team. But I have noticed there are certain teams that it's just, for whatever reason, I never draft them. Mainly. Well, yeah, you're not going to draft a, bad, a player from a bad team. Yeah, so, but I mean, I mean, even when, like, the Cowboys were there, I wouldn't draft. I, I never really had a Cowboy. I never really had a giant, and it's nothing against them. I don't really, they don't matter to me. Yeah. They're not in my conference. Well, most, well but it's just they don't put good certain, fantasy numbers. That's there's certain teams that it just never seemed I had players on. Right. So well, Minnesota. I, I mean, the Cow- Cowboys and, and, and Giants both. I mean, and they had good players at one point, but it just I never, I never really sought them their players out. Right. Right. Maybe Ahmed Bradshaw might have been one. I think we had him when we did the one team together. Bradshaw. We had him. Yeah, we. I think we believe. I believe we did have Ahmed Bradshaw. Yeah, but like other than that. Minnesota, I don't think I've ever had a Minnesota player, other than maybe a kicker. Um, back in the day, I used to have Culpepper. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. There's there's teams I usually I never just draft. never have drafted. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, who else is holding out? Uh, Melvin Gordon. Uh, yeah. And then the Chargers said, no, we're not going to trade you. So, that, that's going to be a long one. That's that. I and think that has a better shot at, of being a... Hold out, Le'Veon Bell, as opposed to um, you know Elliott. I think I think the Cowboys uh, will eventually. I think so too. Work something out, but Melvin Gordon, because who's there? They have another uh, Eckerd, Eckland, Eckerd, Eckler, Eckler. Yeah, so I mean they they could. Not say he's Melvin Gordon, but he's he's coming and yeah, but Melvin Gordon was. Where Melvin Gordon is a special player, and I think it may go, it goes more onto the fantasy. He gets hurt thing. a lot, though. Huh? He gets hurt a lot. He gets hurt a lot, but Melvin he's a big Gordon? red. He's a big red zone guy. Every year he gets hurt. He's he's got like a nose for the red zone, uh-huh. but that's because they give him the ball within you know mm-hmm. in that area. Right. <clears throat> if he his numbers are not spectacular when it comes to it, but his points value is because he is always in the end zone. But like Joe said, and, and, and the Steelers proved, you know, outside of fantasy, I mean, they lost Cooper, but James Conner came in and had a, you know, not as a productive, but he was pretty, you know, he, he was Listen, serviceable. He did, he did pretty damn good until yeah. he got hurt. Yeah, he was a serviceable <laughs> running back for yeah. 
And now look, now he's I'm assuming he's going to start this year. Well, so. it's, yeah, it's him and him and Juju yeah. were you know both they moved up, and now they're number ones. Yeah. Oh. And then a Washington kid who showed up pretty big towards the end. Yeah, he'll step into the Juju role. So that's the thing. The Steelers do a very good job. As much as I hate to give you, that they do a good job of of running backs keeping, and receivers, keeping they, the talent yeah. infused in. Yeah, they do. They they hold on to people. They don't. That if they see you're good, they're gonna hold on to you and let you ride the wave until you pretty much fuck yourself over. And that's, I mean, Plexico, Santonio, Le'Veon. These are all malcontents, and they were just like, well, we can deal without you. They're, they're good on that. I will. I don't know. I, Le'Veon Bell was the best player in football, and he was because he wasn't drafted in the first round, so his, his he wasn't getting that 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 money that. Uh, I don't, I don't think he was playing for the league minimum, but he wasn't playing for millions of dollars. So mm-hmm. they, it worked out for the Steelers because they did have Connor, who wound up being all right. Yeah. But they could have they could have given him a raise and, and been all but right they, too. But that's the whole thing, though. They have so many players that are getting. I mean, Roethlisberger got that big contract, and every year since has reconstructed it to to help with. Yeah, you know, I mean, Brady that. does that, that every year. He, yeah. he... I mean, the, to me, football should be the one sport where there's not a salary cap. You're you're putting your no, you don't want that because then you're gonna have like super teams like the NBA or baseball. But that's the whole thing. Baseball and the NBA should not be paid as much as, in my eyes, as football and hockey. Well. No, it's ba- not, it's baseball. Baseball, you should because baseball, you're playing almost every fucking day for six months. Yeah, but I mean, you that's, could. That's, a, get, that's wear and tear, man. It's wear and tear. But you know what? If I'm an outfielder, I may not get the ball hit to me for three innings straight. Yeah, but you're going up the bat. Yeah, but, but you're always on. You could say that about you could say that about football. A wide receiver not, might not get thrown to him for two quarters. Yeah, but he's still got to do blocking. He's still got And the outfielder still has to be on guard for a ball hit. On guard, but he don't... I mean, if it's a chopper to third base and I'm a, you know, a right fielder, am I really going to be... Well, they're getting paid with, for the hitting. With baseball, um, it's, a di- it's a different animal because you could not be at your home for two weeks in a yeah. row. Mm-hmm. Football, at most, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday and by you know Sunday morning Sunday night you're back sleeping your own oh, there's bed. De- there's definitely different parameters of it, but I think for the the physical wear and tear on your body and essentially with the mental deterioration that's coming out from the head injuries, football should be way ahead of any other sport and hockey should both those two should be way ahead of any other sport. Well, football and, football's again it's a it's a weird one because it's the I mean you're got. 32 teams, 53 players, it's 1,500 people. That and I think the salary cap's like 120, 130, something like it's nothing. So if you break it down, it's like the average players make you know the the, the average salary should be around two million dollars per person. So, but it's not. I mean, obviously it's, oh, yeah. it's but, top but, heavy. But you also have to look at the the longevity of careers. You know. You have a a relief pitcher. He could pitch twenty seasons. You ain't having a you know. And granted, he's doing 
tremendous damage to his arm because he's pitching super hard. Granted, for only one inning, mm-hmm. two innings, three innings at most, where you have a but you don't have the brain brain injuries. You, you don't have the brain the injuries, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that I look at more of the physical aspect of the game as opposed to the inconvenience of not being home, things like that. So that's where I I really don't have a problem with them making money, but I don't think that they should have to dictate what's going on with teams being able to move them or keep I, them. I agree. Or, I mean, I, I think this whole thing is selfish. Like, you want to win a, a championship. I mean, if you're not in football I, or any other sport to win a championship, then why are you in it? But let me ask you guys this. If you guys can negotiate your own... If, if there's contracts and you can negotiate your, your, your terms, would you not hold out for what you think you were worth? I don't want to win. That I. I but wouldn't you also want to get paid? Yeah, I want to get paid. I want to get paid, but like, when you get, I don't know. I, 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 I would. I if I could, I would. I would hold out to, to to make what I felt I was. You know. It would I, depend on what the reason would be. If it's like, I, I don't know. I kind of have two trains of thought on this. I always and I'll. I don't like him as an athlete. Mainly, I just don't like the sport. But I will hand it to LeBron, uh, D. Wade, and um, the other one. That when they went to Miami, they all took pay cuts, essentially, to come on this team, knowing that they couldn't... If they asked for their full, you know, potential, they couldn't... Yeah, full worth. They wouldn't have been able to be on the same team, but they did it for a championship. So I get that. But I've also posed this question, and and we've done this, I think... um, outside of this, and maybe this is a good uh, poll question for uh, the social media. Would you want to be the a utility player saying, we'll use baseball. Would you want to be a utility player in baseball in the pros? Mm-hmm. Or would you want to be the best player in AAA? Well, I'd rather be a utility player. Yeah, utility player. And uh, so you, you vote, you, yeah. you, everyone pretty much said that. I would always want to be the best in AAA. You may not be making the money. So you want to be Will Durham? I, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, that, I, I I would want to be Kevin Costner. But wait, why would you want to be? Wait, because at the end of the day, I know that I was the best in that. It may not be the best league, but I was the best player in that. Okay, but no one cares about AAA. But yeah, I know I was. No, no one I mean, gives you a shit. Even, you weren't even the best player on that team because the well, best player on up. AAA. Yeah, we get called up to the big, you know, to the big show. I mean, that's. Yeah. So you'd rather be called up to Major League Baseball and just, like, sit on the bench and be called a failure. That's pretty much what you're saying. You want to be a failure in Major League no, Baseball? No, I, I want to be the best in the in a minor thing. Uh, a, a no, you're not the, thing. I mean, you're the best player on the team, but you're not the best player you're in the minor You're, league you're only the best player because the other best players got called up. Yeah. So you're technically not that good. <laughs> you're the best player of the, of the lower Yeah, because, because everyone else got it. called up. Because you can't cut it. That makes no sense. But you can't Oof, cut into being in the big, the big one. Do you do you get what he's saying? I get what he's saying. It's stupid, but. <laughs> right, thank I, you. I, why would you want to be the best player in, in minor league baseball? <laughs> everyone. So if you because, get the opportunity to call up, you're like, the, no, thank you. I'm I'm good right you here. You know why? Because I'd want to play every day. If this is if I'm playing if I'm doing a job that I love, I want to do it every day. I don't want to sit there and watch everyone else do it. What? Every person in AAA wants to be on a Major League Baseball team. I so guarantee you would, you would deny being called up. No, I wouldn't deny being called up, but I would. Re- if I had, 
If I a more fulfilling career would for me would be being a MVP of a Triple A team as opposed to a guy who sits on the bench game in game out and maybe plays on Sundays because he's you know got to give mean, other people. But you know rest. what that means, Tom? It means that you're not that good then. You're good in you're good in minor league, but in when when you're putting that big pond, but in the pros you're the worst. But you know, though, I always have a problem why, with people, why, people why, say why, that because baseball players was like, "Oh, this guy sucks. This guy sucks." You know, he really doesn't because he went through all of that. He went through single A, double A, triple A to get essentially there. the best player in triple A is the same essentially, give or take a hit or two away from the worst player in the majors. Yeah. Okay, but. You say would you, you? Would you? Let's put it this way. And okay. We'll, we'll, it's a bad analogy, but it's probably the best one I can think of right now. Would you want to be the worst doctor, to, the worst medical doctor to graduate <laughs> from a medical school, or would you want to be the best vet? The best. There's two different things. It really is. You're going to two different things. But you, you're a failed doctor doesn't become a vet. You go to school to become a, a dentist. But you're you're providing care. I'd rather be the best person I can be to care for what it has to be. Whether it be dentistry, whether it be... But Tom, you don't go to school to be a doctor, and then when you say, oh, you didn't pass the uh, the doctor thing, but uh, you could be, be a vet. vet, here's a dog. You go to school, it's two, two completely I'm just, separate I'm just, paths. I'm just using them as, as doctrines, not using them as different categories of things. You have to look at it from the baseball aspect. Well, first of all, a vet is not a doc. It's not a doctor. They are. They're not a PhD. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they, they're called they yeah, PhD, they oh, okay. but but it's not like Tom says where it's like a consolation prize. No, it's, but, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're going two different ways. Yeah, But I'm just saying, if if how they're both doctors, they both treat things. On the aspect of baseball, being the worst major league player or the best triple A player, I'd rather be the best. I'm going to do player. you a big favor, and we're going to move on because. You're, you're cut. This makes no sense. Yeah, I I know where you're coming from. Yeah, but I, you're you're, yeah. you're, leading, you're leading your family into poverty by staying in Triple A. <laughs> I don't know. I always, I've always said it. I will fight this this battle till the end. Oof. That you just want to be a baseball player and and no, I would like never want to be a baseball player. <laughs> you want to be a Triple A baseball player? Yeah. You're gonna be a lifer on. Uh, the, I'd rather the be cyclones. The, I'd rather be the MVP <laughs> of the Bridgeport Sound Tigers than a guy who gets scratched every day in the NHL. Okay. Every person who puts on a uniform wants to wants to make it to the show. Tom, but you see, the only reason you would be the best is because all the other best got called up. So you're just kind of like you would be the consolation prize, so to speak. The but vet, I know I'm in, not in your there. words. I know I'm not there. I know I can't be. I know I can't be Alex Ovechkin, so I'll be the Alex Ovechkin of the AHL. No, because the Alex Because the best player in AAA is going to get called up to play eventually. Bob, don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, you were you were definitely one of a kind. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, I stand by so, my So well, we're, now we're talking about baseball. There's some big trades going on this week. Uh, Tom will not be traded because he's staying in AAA. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Batting fucking four, yeah, 400. Okay. Um, why not just Susan play beer league softball? <laughs> yeah, why don't you be the best in beer league softball? Hey, I do that on the offseason. All right. Um, so let's... Uh, uh, Trevor Bauer? Yes. Went to... Oh, where'd he go to? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. From, 
Cleveland. 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 Cincinnati. What a what a terrible life that guy's got to be. Staying in fucking Ohio. <laughs> yeah, he, he really, I mean, he does. He, I guess he really doesn't have to move too far. Well, or at all. Yeah, it's, it's not far that out. far across the state. Yeah, yeah it's Ohio. Uh, Zach Grinke went from the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks mm-hmm. to the Astros, which is a big move. Now he's in the American League where the Yankees have to deal with him. And uh, who else got traded? Uh, the Mets making a surprise trade for uh, Marcus Stroman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a shocker. And they got that rid of Vargas. Shocker. Yeah. And they didn't make the two trades that uh, everyone seemed to think they were going to do. What are you looking for there? Lighter. Lighter. Noah, sir. Syndergaard and, uh, and even more surprising was uh, Zach Wheeler not being on a move since he's a free agent next year. But uh, they're going to try and, you know, now they arguably have the best rotation in, in baseball. And they're going to try and make a little a little run here. You know, good for them. Because it shows they're not giving up. Yeah, but I think if, if they got the value for what, what they thought was value, they would have made either one of those moves. So Mets have some stellar pitching, man. Yeah. It's just that their their offense. Is no, just... it's not. It's it's not the offense. The offense is actually pretty. I mean, they have uh, nine players to have double digits home runs, which is, is tied with. Uh, I believe the Cubs and I think the Phillies, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, Might be the Twins too. The Twins yeah, are fucking. They, they have. Uh, and you got to look at where they're playing. City Field is not a hitters hitters uh, mm-hmm. park. They got a you know a rookie that's you know in a. I don't think he's leading anymore, but he's right there for. Uh, he's up there still. Yeah. Home runs. They have the you know a batting uh, potential batting champ, the lighter. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. Um, you know they they got they they it's the bullpen actually is 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 kind of the but they have since the All Star break the the best team ERA I mean their their uh, starting pitches in the three game series mm-hmm. they, they they gave up one earned run in twenty some odd innings yeah but the Mets are in this is the way I've always looked at it and I don't know the past maybe two years I really haven't paid attention as much they're a very streaky team they will do. Great in the beginning of the year, like their April May will be amazing, and then they they slow it down or they pick it up at the end. Listen, that's not the past few years; that's the past like oh, fifteen no. years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't attest for the past because they always start off start off hot, and then they by yeah. the time May hits, it's or like, it's the opposite. They'll 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 pick it up at, when they uh, wasn't it the year they went to the World Series? 2015, 2015, they, yeah. like, they, they, they were on the second half of the year, huge run. Yeah, like like lost thirteen games out of like. I don't know how many. Yeah, they they yeah they did have. A it was a trade deadline that uh, they made the trade for Cespedes and mm-hmm. went on that run. Mm-hmm. I think they're hoping for that kind of same thing. Right. But it was a uh, it was a pretty quiet. You know, the Yankees uh, they made no moves in no. the uh, trade deadline. Um, I mean, the Mets and the Reds, two teams that were under 500, were, they made the, the two, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, uh, you know, the Astros who... Well, Astros made, I think, Astros made the, probably the biggest move, I think. Mm-hmm. That's a big get for them. Yeah, but he's one of those pitchers. He does great in some places. Terrible, but he has a terrible postseason, too. Yeah. He, Not a good postseason pitcher. He's, he's a head case. Yeah, but, he's having a great year, but... You look at Justin Verlander, who was a great pitcher, and he was kind of on the decline, 
the Astros traded for him. The Astros are, if not the best, they're one of the best I, teams at analytics. Spin rate, all that other bullshit that, mm-hmm. you know, baseball's going to get Nolan, Or no, uh, no, he's with Texas. He's with Texas, that's um, right. But Verlander, I mean, it, his two years with, with Houston, he's been... Yeah, he uh, he bounced back. At yeah. an old age, too. Yeah, he's, so, what, I mean, 38? Yeah, and Granky's younger than him. He's locked up well, for a couple years. I think that's because he has Kate Upton's tits in his face every <laughs> night. <laughs> Yeah, Shit, I'd be that. I'd be pitching fucking two hundred miles an hour if I had those and <laughs> <laughs> hitting home runs with my leg. <laughs> Kick the ball. <laughs> but Granky is going to be the third starter for the Houston Astros in the playoffs. Yeah. Tell me, what team can could put out? You know, what team can put out a you know outside of. I hate to say it, outside of the Mets, what team can, can match up with a Zach Greinke in a, in a game three? <coughs> Maybe the Dodgers, you know, because uh, Rue was having an outstanding season. You got Kershaw, you got Bueller. But, I mean, that's... Yeah, but like we said, Greinke's not a great postseason. I mean, so far, he hasn't really... He's had a good game here and there, but uh, I remember when the Mets rocked him. Yeah. A couple of years, I think he lasted like three or four innings, and he was out. Well, he, he's he's but they, they, all head case. But they do they, have they, a, uh, a quick hook in the playoffs. I mean, you, it, it, it's five games, seven games. You, you need to. And the good thing for him yeah, is he but, he's not a he can't play in a big market. Kansas City, he did good. Arizona, he did good. Houston, I don't consider it to be a major market. He did all right in the Dodgers, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, but he had he had, didn't he have one shit season there? He had one good yeah, one. Yeah, I think it was the last one. season he was there. <laughs> yeah, but he was like bad. And it turned out into a multi million dollar contract though. Yeah. 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 Guess we shall see. I mean, if he doesn't work out, he could always pull a Mark Sanchez route and <laughs> retire. <laughs> the franchise. The well, franchise. <laughs> yes. Uh, New York Jets uh, fan favorite, Mark Sanchez. <laughs> the the, uh, the prodigal son. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, as a when he was on the Jets, I think that they rushed him in, but he did not do bad for them. For the record, for the record, be, he, the Jets really <laughs> they had no options. They had to fucking yeah. start him. He was. He got he thrown in the fucking fa- fire. He might be my favorite Jets quarterback of all time if we have to throw it in there. From what really? I've seen. Pennington just... How is it not Joe Namath? Of what I've seen. Okay. What I've it's seen. Tom's like... Yes, in my life. Okay. What about Boomer? You know, Mr. X is going to be... He's going to kill you. Yes, but I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> Testaverde? Testaverde had his... Terrible Testaverde? Of, like I said, I, I did not mind Sanchez on them. I think that him never playing in really a cold weather area, not having a lot of college experience, hurt him. Mm-hmm. I think if they could have well, maybe that, Aaron Rodgers him and left mm-hmm. him on the bench, if they had if they had a a veteran that he could have learned under. I think he would have been a much better quarterback than what he was given. I think if Sanchez 
was not on a New York team, I think he would have done a lot better than he did. I think people people either they they drown in New York sometimes. Yeah, they they can't handle. I don't know what it's just the market. I don't know what it is, but can't handle it. Not everybody, but most don't. You have and there's there's infamous moments of him. I mean, obviously one of the most infamous is the butt fumble. Butt fumble. I mean, that that will go down in football lore for years to come. But he. I think if he maybe was on when, say, Pennington was there, when they had, like, Curtis Martin, they had, he, I think, would have had a much longer shelf life. Um, well, yeah, I, I, being a Jet fan, the thing that doomed um, Sanchez was when Damian Woody retired, the Jets were not prepared. They didn't have the depth on the offensive line mm-hmm. for them to... Uh, well, they picked up LT at the end of his career. Yeah, but I, I mean that offensive line—they they, they just did not have anyone that was suitable to to protect Sanchez, and, mm-hmm. and, and he—they uh, they just weren't ready for that, and, and it fell apart real quick. I mean, back-to-back AFC championships. You know, I'm not saying he, he was the one that that got him there, but I mean, it was definitely a defense. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, again, you're going into a playing in—you know—he he grew up what in California or. Yep. Playing at um, USC, yeah, you're in warm weather. You're in yeah, never rains this and that. To go into the Meadowlands where it's, it might as well have a fucking jet turbine blowing on you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cold, it's windy. You know, and a lot of times you would see it. His passes were high, they were low. He never. I don't want to say the accuracy wasn't there. The accuracy was probably there, but the wind fucked them up. It was just not. It was not a can do. If he went to say a Miami, he went to a dome stadium. I think he could have done a lot better. Any place that was a little bit warm, I think he would have had a much better career. Mm-hmm. That's my personal opinion. Well, and I think at the end, once he got off the Jets, and he just became what was it? Chicago, Denver, Dallas, Washington, Philadelphia, they, Philly. They they never really gave him that that moment to step in other than Philly and uh, in Philly he was serviceable Uh, he played for Washington last year and and he was just as terrible as he was yeah but yeah but throw in four years of rust yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, it's actually funny um, that we're talking about Sanchez because he got hired he has a new career already he's going to be a college football analyst Mm -hmm. Um, and the Jets have uh, an accomplishment that no other team has have that, that can claim. All three of their quarterbacks from the 2012 season are now college football analysts. Uh, Tim Tebow, Mark Sanchez, and uh, Craig McElroy are all. Mm-hmm. Is that really good to claim? I didn't say it was good or bad. I just said <laughs> they have a claim that no one else has. But I mean, it's. It, I, it means three guys that started seven years ago <laughs> didn't really make it. It's a claim. It's a... Yeah, but that's like claiming, uh, eh, whatever. <laughs> All right. That's claiming being the best player in football. <laughs> yeah, <was> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's that same claim. <laughs> Joe, you love wrestling. I do. And uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name right. It's Jimmy Uso. Uso mm-hmm. was arrested recently, so... 
drunk driving. Yes. I believe this is the... You know what? They're, him and his... It's Jay and Jimmy. Wait, Jimmy Jimmy Usu got arrested. Mm-hmm. Jimmy uh, and his brother Jay, they're twins. So I forget, because this happened before, but I don't remember if it was the same guy or not. Because uh, it was drunk driving. So they both have been arrested for the... I don't know if it was both of them or if it was the same guy again. Okay. I forget because they look the same. Apparently, from the twins. last two ep- or, uh, episodes of Bulls in the Ring, if you're a wrestler, you not get intoxicated because bad things happen. Exactly, you're in the public eye. You, yeah. you got to be careful. But I think you can't he, like, be in a, hall- a hallway of a uh, or a stairwell of a hotel or behind the wheel. No, or they're gonna they're gonna lock uh, your ass gonna, up. They're gonna they're gonna get you. <clears throat> Especially if you're in the public eye and then you're just blown up. You can't hide that shit mm-hmm. anymore. Um, I remember, like, you look back in the 80s when guys were getting arrested for doing coke and throwing rocks through a McDonald's window. <laughs> <laughs> or the Iron Cheek and uh, Hacksaw driving together. Yeah, exactly. Who threw the... I think it was Don Morocco. Or, you know, it was Ken Patera. Ken Patera, yeah. He threw a rock through a McDonald's window or something like that. and you know, but, uh, Did they not give him a coke float? <laughs> yeah, it probably was. <laughs> it was in Paramus. <laughs> is that where that McDonald's was? Yes, the one is. in Paramus? Yes, it is. I knew it was on 23 yes. somewhere, but no, I didn't. No, know. no, no, 17. 17, sorry, yes. 17. <sighs> I cannot wait for this uh, The text on like Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> the Coke float. <laughs> but yeah, he, he was locked up. Another one. It, it's really weird how. Like, back in the day, you would never hear about them getting arrested unless it was something bad. And mm-hmm. now, with wrestlers, between the the steroids, the suicides, the deaths, the murders, the it's just... Well, the it, internet. Yeah, I mean, you, what's you doing really it. just... Yeah, TMZ has, like, a whole team just dedicated to sports now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're just yeah. on they're, that. Yeah, they're on you, like, white on rice. But uh, he got arrested. Um, not arrested... But uh, American Idol star, she was a star in American Idol, and she was on Fear Factor, I guess. Antonella Barba. I don't know if you guys know who this is. I do not. Okay, so she was on American Idol maybe in 2007. Okay. Did she um, place? Was she like a... She, uh, she got to the live shows, but she didn't get... I don't even think she made the top 12. I think she okay. got eliminated before that. Um she got arrested maybe like a year ago. Yeah, it was it was a while. It was like ago. Last October, she was arrested for transporting 830 grams or close to two pounds of uh, fentanyl. Oh. Um, and she her ass got busted in more ways than one, and uh, now she's uh, she pled guilty to that. So now she is either getting she's getting between ten years to, to life in prison. Oof. Yeah, um, but you know what though. Two pounds of fentanyl. That's a lot of fentanyl. That is a that is a shit ton. And what is the point of having it? You know, it's not like you're a medical doctor looking the cure. I mean, this is having that is for all the wrong reasons. Oh yeah, that I'm is sure. just to mix with heroin. That is to, you know, even locally, just reading like the newspaper, you see them that there. You know, oh, there's been tr- traces of fentanyl in donuts. There's been fate traces of fentanyl and um, marijuana and it's literally a if you were to take a if you were to sharpen a pencil and crack off the the tip of it that could kill a ton of people that's what killed MJ he was he OD'd yeah. on and I think uh, Prince same thing 
I mean, it's the, the, it is, just, and it's not even that you have to ingest it. You could just be in contact with it. You know? Really? And, yeah. It's it is like not pure good. poison. Yeah. So for uh, this chick, I hope it's for life. Like fuck you, because let's put it this way: two pounds of it that could have affected thousands, if not tens of thousands of people. I could have died. So to me, one life for ten thousand. Fuck her. Like she, she should, she should rot. She's uh, she's actually from Jersey. Oh. Um, which explains a lot. Is it from North Jersey? <laughs> is she like Taylor Ham? I don't know. <laughs> or is she um, South Jersey trash with pork roll? But I remember when she was on American Idol, um, leaked pictures came out of her, and just to kind of refresh my memory, and I was doing research today, I looked up said leaked all research. pictures. All no. research, of course. Okay. Um, her leaked pictures. Or what you would see on Instagram now. Oh, see, yeah, no, I was going to do some research too, but now I'm going to... It's, uh, yeah, it's nothing home. that big of a deal. Like, she, like she was, like, in a fountain, like, wet t-shirt kind of thing. Yeah, um, so pretty much what I was well, doing Well, 2007, it was a pretty... I was like, whoa, this is great. Uh, I did that at Wildwood <laughs> this weekend. And Pocono. <laughs> you, you had a wet t And right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I just remember that, like, she was, uh... She was a very attractive woman. Now she's gonna no, be traded no, for cigarettes. Yeah. No, yeah. And fentanyl, now she'll be uh, <laughs> selling her body for ramen noodles. I'm sure she will. I'd like to be in that prison. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on, a 65-year-old woman is facing charges after allegedly kicking an officer over a broken taillight. Did you watch the video of this? I have Is not. My sister. <laughs> She's sixty-five. Oh, okay. <laughs> my sister? No, my sister. Oh, you're... yeah. My sister would do something like that. Oh. <laughs> I watched the video. Okay. Apparently, this woman has been driving around, and it's what I consider very rural Oklahoma. Okay. <laughs> Enough <Wait>. said. <laughs> what part of Oklahoma isn't rural? <laughs> Oklahoma City. Barely a city. There's one building that got blown up. Nah. Well. <laughs> You laugh at that? <laughs> well, she was trying to appreciate it, but too soon. <laughs> yeah, twenty-five years later. <laughs> so she was driving around. Uh-huh. This officer apparently remembered her vehicle. You know, kept seeing it, didn't pull it over. Yada yada yada. Ends up pulling it over this day. So he's like, he gets her information. It's all on body cam. He writes her a ticket. And I guess in Oklahoma, if you get one of those, it's an $80 fine automatically. Okay. So he walks up, he's like, I, and in Oklahoma, unlike New York, New Jersey, where you just get the ticket, you actually have to sign for it. Okay. So he's like, will you sign this ticket? She's like, no, I'm not signing it. What happens if she doesn't sign it? Hence where the story goes. Okay. He's like, well, I need you to sign it. She's like, I'm not signing this. Why would I pay $80 for something I could fix? He's like, well, it's not how it works. you got to sign the ticket. She's like, I'm not signing it. So she rolls up the window. He starts talking to her. She rolls it down. She yells a curse word at him. I can't remember what the exact phrase was. And then he ends up pulling out his baton, and he's going to crack the window because he says, you're under arrest now. She's like, I'm not under arrest. He's like, oh, yeah, you are. He's <laughs> like, don't do it. She puts the car in drive, takes off. 
He gets in the car. They have a, a small chase. Okay. She ends up pulling into... It looks like a... Speaking, oh, speaking of, of which. <laughs> yes. The police just drove by. He needs his car fixed. <laughs> yeah. Something's rattling on that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. He ends up pulling her over, pulls, you know, draws down on her with his gun, orders out of the car. She don't want to get out. Finally, she opens the door. He says, you're under arrest. Yanks her out of the car. Puts her on the ground. And he starts to draw her arm back up. a feisty 65-year-old woman. She is very feisty. She ends up getting onto her back and starts kicking at him. So he pulls out his taser. He gives her a fucking five-second ride of fun. Oh, good lord. And she's, you know, she's screaming. I think he gives her another five-second because she's not complying. Eventually handcuffs her. Afterwards, like, totally calm about it. You know, he, he he was a complete gentleman through it all, throughout all this. You know, calls an ambulance for her. She's like, I don't need an ambulance. Why'd you do that? And he explains it to her. And she kind of admits, she goes, well, I'm a, I'm a country girl. You know, this shit wasn't going to fly with me. So she kind of owned up to it, you know. That's exciting, but... <laughs> but... She took a she took a few rides on the taser and ended up getting arrested and hmm. huh it's I, I just had, I had an experience not uh, last week yeah last week uh, I got pulled you got, over you got tased last week I did not get tased oh, uh, oh my I got pulled over I, I was going you know heading to a, 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 a traffic light I look up it was yellow turn red and I was too far that I thought my myself I was like I'm better off going through it and not causing an accident sure enough I look in my rear view mirror you know like a thousand feet down the road and cops pull me over and so I put my blinker on put the hazards on roll down my passenger side window since we're on uh, mute the radio and have my hands off the steering wheel cop says you know why I pulled you over I said yeah you know I explained, I said it was too late to, for me to stop. I'm really sorry. He asked me for my license, registration, insurance. I, I handed it all to him. And uh, he asked me where I was going. I said, I'm heading to work. He said, well, uh, make sure you get there safer. And let me go. So if you... So you're telling me not all cops are bad? I've never said all cops are bad. I mean, I'm not uh, uh, did you have your shoes on this time? I did have my shoes on. I did have my shoes on. <laughs> I said to work, so yes, I did have two I'm just wondering because, not to get off subject, but uh, apparently, and I didn't, I've really not been paying attention, and normally I'm very big in the politics. Uh, I've been mainly you? focusing in on, yeah, me, um, focusing on my fantasy football team, but I haven't listened to it. But apparently, the other night was the Democratic uh, debates, and they were shitting all on police officers. So I was just wondering if, you know, you, your experience with the police was just as bad as. Apparently, everyone on the no. I, the, if you do what they say, or you know, you, you respect the, the the office, and they're very respectful. It's, okay, I was just wondering. Uh that's not always true. I've been very respectful sometimes, and I've got no tickets. Okay, so. well, I mean, I'm not. I, he could have very well given me a ticket, and I, and I would accept it because no, I was, listen, I, you're right. And but you've never gotten you know dragged out of a car and beaten and shot and no, like everything not. like I, that. But, let me tell you, I. I I've met some prick cops before. Okay. I'm all about the police. All right. God bless them, but, you know. But again, they've never, they've never done anything 
terrible to you other than giving absolutely their not absolutely well, not. that's what i'm trying to say yeah they, no, they, no 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 look look i mean they're doing their job yeah. yeah they're doing the job so i'm not i mean i complain i got the ticket but you know didn't have to get let me out yeah. of it yeah Again, I don't want to go on a tangent, but they they, they kind of apparently from what I heard, and I really I didn't gotta, watch. It was a two night affair on on. Uh, I heard it still was a cluster. Of I don't want I don't watch garbage like yeah. that. <laughs> See, I try to, but I just <laughs> but I, I ended up doing a uh, overnight shift. Then, what is so what does the debate prove? I mean, they had ten seconds to talk about a topic. It's not a, it's not something that it's not a skill that's used once they're elected elected. So why why? It's who can be the most popular, yeah. or who can, and. It's who can, I guess the best way of putting it is pander to the audience to make them like you the best. It's essentially a popularity, a popularity contest, contest, right? Of Absolutely. Well, that's what it always is. Yeah. But. Well, you'll be glad to know, speaking of uh, the police, that in New York here, they are proposing a bill now that if you throw water at a police officer, you can get one to four years in jail. Good. Because there's been I, I, a lot of incidents lately of people throwing water at... I don't know why you throw water at some at a police officer, but uh, pe- people are doing it, and uh, now they're going to really try and nail it for it. Yeah, so I, I think it's a great law. I think it's 100%. And then, granted, a lot of people are going, oh, it's water. But, again, is it water that's got piss in it? I'm is saying, it water that's got acid in it? Does it's got water that has... Who knows gasoline what? Gasoline in it? Yeah. yeah I mean... You, isn't that kind of like an assault charge, almost? Like assault, you're, you're, brother. Yeah. yeah, you're throwing something at somebody. I, like. I am, well, again, it's a bunch of savages that are doing it, and these cops are doing their job, whether they like it or not. It, it, to me, I think it's a 100% great way of curtailing shit like this because it's gotten out of control with the way that people react to them, and... If you're going to act like this, not only is it just, it's detrimental to them possibly with their physical well-being, if mm-hmm. it is any type of maybe bloodborne pathogen or any type of acid, anything that could physically harm them. But again, you're ruining equipment. It's costing taxpayers money. I mean, right? fuck these people. And again, it's lawlessness. A lot of these guys were walking and just getting dumped water. It's a different story if like I saw a video, it might have been a year ago, where some of the cops came out and they pulled up on a bunch of kids and they had water guns and, and it was a it was a mutual display. There was a bunch of kids out there, they had water balloons, they had, you know, super soakers, and it was more of community policing. This is more of targeted harassment at the police. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big difference on it. So I, I totally support this bill. Um, it's a New York State bill. So and do I. Have, so yeah, I, I think I know where you're to go with this. But with the governor being who he is, yeah, it's never it, gonna. Yeah, it's not gonna. You don't think so? No, nah, absolutely not. Not that's, with this that's, that's scumbag. A, that's yeah. a shame. I, I I love where I live. I've always been proud of being here. I have deep family roots here. Um, even in the rental we're in now, we're right across from a church where my great-grandmother went to. She's buried in that cemetery, uh, things like that. But if I could leave this state right now, I would. Between the taxes and the politics and all that, I would get out of this state in a hot minute. It's just New York has turned into a cesspool of... Where would you go? 
Down down south, absolutely. Um, Florida's too hot. I would maybe go to the Carolinas, Tennessee. I thought the Hurricanes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but that that's that's immediate. If you go in a little bit, where my brother-in-law is, is a perfect place. Okay. It, I, I I enjoy actually going to visit him there. But yeah, this, this state is it. It's just become ridiculous, and it's unfortunate. I I really do love being here, but it's just it's bad. Speaking of your brother-in-law, not to, to cut in, but his birthday today, so mm-hmm. let's uh, wish a happy birthday to his uh, brother-in-law real yes. quick. Yes. Happy birthday to Butchie. Happy birthday. Happy yes. birthday. <laughs> Does he listen to this? Probably not. No, okay. <laughs> you, you have to let him know. Yeah. Yeah. Get the numbers up. Yeah, we need, another, we, we, we need someone else. Yeah. We need another viewer. He drives a lot, so he, he could always throw it on the, uh, <laughs> the uh, radio. Nice. Hmm. All right, what do we got next, Tom? We got uh, I gotta get my pad out here. Okay, I'll just take it from here. Just so everyone yeah. knows, it's pitch black out. It is. Yeah, we are. His notes on, on a. On the a, only light is from my laptop on a pad, which is not facing me. Yeah. Oh, we have a visitor. Oh, it's your weekly appearance. Yes. <laughs> you gonna say hello? You awesome. wanted to be on a podcast, didn't you? Say yeah. Now's your chance. Mike's right there. Just say hello. Don't be shy. Why? Why? Because. Your dad's not screaming for you to go inside and take, take yeah. the opportunity. <laughs> Are you wearing rain boots out here right now? Why? I need to. That's my shoes. Oh, okay. All right. Well, say hi to everyone. And then go back inside and go to sleep. Yeah, your dad's going to start cursing in the minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we got... <laughs> we just wished a happy birthday to your, to your yeah, uncle. Say, so say, I... say happy birthday to... Your uncle. Happy birthday? You're the one that told us. You are blonde, aren't you? <laughs> oh, fantastic. She is your daughter. Okay. <laughs> well, I think we should get maybe into uh, something you don't like. You don't like burgers. but uh, like burgers. You, you don't like burgers. You like sliders, but you don't like burgers, which is just bothers me. But, uh, Joe, you want to take this one? Yes, so recently at 6.30 in the morning in Queens, right, Bob? Jamaica, Queens, yeah. Jamaica, Queens, someone found a, a allegedly a... No, it, was, it wasn't... Oh, okay, allegedly. Right. Allegedly, okay, it was a In-N-Out burger in the middle of the street, freshly made, in the box, not touched. Still warm. Still... I don't know if it was still, know if it was still warm, warm, but they said yeah. it looked like it came off the grill within the hour. Yeah. Okay. Um, just right in the middle of the street. It wasn't. It was in a box, so it wasn't like touching the street or anything. And uh, it's in a, it's in the wrapper. So it was in the wrapper, I, and yeah. it was in a box. They, they, well, I, I saw a picture. Didn't see a box. Yeah, it was, uh, I saw the, it was okay. in a box. I've never gotten in and out. We we've yes, only we have. We, well, no, when we ate there, it was in the restaurant. I've so never you gotten, have had. I've it. never gotten in and out to go. Oh, uh, okay. That's what I'm saying. It. Oh, okay. Would it be like in a like how a Big Mac is a Big Mac is in that like more like a little like, clamshell, like a, like a White Castle, but in, in like a paper. Okay. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, I think I still have another one, but no, I'm good. Uh. Yeah. So they found it in the military, which makes us weird because. There's the closest In-N-Out burger, I think, is in, like, Arizona. I think they said, like, 1,500 miles. I, I know they, that the owner or the founder of uh, 
in and out said they will not go east of somewhere in Texas. Houston. Yes. Somewhere like because, that. So. But I don't know why they... I don't, I don't know the reason why either. Every, bur- every burger, I think, it comes from one of two distribution centers. I think one's in California, mm-hmm. and I think one's in Texas or, or Arizona, somewhere around that southern part of that United States. Um... Yeah, but they won't come over here, which is a shame. Have you ever had In-N-Out Burger? I have not. I think oh, it Vegas, is. Vegas uh, was uh, my only opportunity to have an In-N-Out. Yeah, that's, that's, I went for White Castle instead. Yeah, so. there was a White Castle in, in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. No shit. Uh, down, we stayed at Harris. So if you come out of Harris and and go left, there's that little like uh, it's like a food court type thing. It, okay. It, uh, Jeff and I went to a late night White Castle. Wow! Now, not to get off the in out burger thing, but was the White Castle out there as good as it is over here? It was White Castle. I mean, steam burger. Yeah. All right. See, it's funny because White Castle used to just be a Jersey, New York yeah, thing. Yeah. Just like Sonic used to be only in the South, you find Sonic, but they've all, I guess, White Castle's now out there, and Sonic's up here. Right. In and out is strictly West Coast. Right. Um, so that's what makes this weird. I don't think you, know, you said that it hasn't been really proven that it's an In and Out Burger, but where would you get all that shit from? I mean, yeah, some... I, I since the story came out, I haven't really had a like I, I haven't re- researched the, the follow up, right. right? But um, according to anyone who has an In and Out Burger, they, they say it looks like it came right off the line. That's what it, that's what they I heard yeah, too, which so, is amazing. Yeah. So, but no one knows where this came from. How it got there? Yeah. Um, I heard one theory is like a private jet flew over there and it fell out. I mean, you're you're talking. I mean, it landed perfectly in the middle. Of the street. Yeah. So if you're, if you're if a burger is <laughs> flying out and landing on in the middle of Jamaica Queens, it's even so. Say it's, say it's coming from Texas. That's a six seven hour flight. Private jet. Mm, All right. No. Cut that in half. Cut that in half then. And but, you got the jet stream. Yeah. So. Okay. But this, they say it looks like it within the hour. Right. So it's it, it's it, it's it's an odd. <laughs> but how could they how could they obviously test for that? Like did they did someone someone's got to be someone's got to be brave enough to eat that burger and say this is it or this is not for it. for an In and Out burger? I would do it. <laughs> well, we we know you would. <laughs> I mean, would but, you eat a burger off the street? No, I wouldn't either. Who knows what's in there? But Especially I would also in Jamaica Queens would not want to be a in there. career triple <laughs> A too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. It's it, it, it's. It's crazy, and yeah. unless it's someone that just knows how to make, I don't know. I really don't. It's, yeah, it's weird. Was it like did did somebody get a wrapper from In and Out Burger? But they said it looked like an yeah. In and Out Burger, and it had the and why, sauce why would, and all that stuff. Why would they do it? You know, the what's the for this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is yeah. something I would love to do, and like just sit there and laugh, and like I did it, and no one fucking knows. Like a viral yeah, if you thing. Could, if you could pull something from like an Arabic country, where now you're looking at like two continents away, mm-hmm. and got it there, that's one thing. But in it, I mean, you technically could. Yeah, but it what it, it's you're talking hours at, and, at the at the least you're talking three hours from and the uh, one guy commented. Or who even knows it? Say if I say if I was originally from New York. Right. I live down in Houston, where there's In and Out. I work at In and Out. I steal a burger. I do all this. I grab everything, 
I bring it there. I cook the burger, so now it's warm. I, I mean, you, why would you put it in the wrapper though? <laughs> to have this to say, hey, that I mean, I guess that is I, possible. I, I fooled but, the internet. What they're saying though is that it like even if you tra- no matter what you transport, after a little bit it gets you know it doesn't look as freshly made as it does. It, it got it gets soggy or or whatnot. This looks like it. You got it from In and Out Burger, and you just put it right in the middle of the street and left. Is there a clock tower where this was found? <laughs> no. Was anyone in a DeLorean? I don't believe so. No, I don't. Was think there so. a lightning strike at eighty-eight miles an hour? I don't know, but it, it just—it's—it is crazy. I—I I, I hope we get an answer, but I don't think we will. The better question out of this: Did anyone try the burger? No, we just said I don't think no one did. I see. Uh, that's well, the then it's... you need to find this burger and try yeah, it. I... Do you remember what it tastes like? Oh, in and out. In it was... and out. Is that the only time you've had it? I had it twice. Okay, I remember yeah. when we, which was a story in itself, mm-hmm. <laughs> how we got there. Um, that burger was, uh, it's definitely one of the best yeah. fast food burgers I've ever had. It was fantastic. Yeah. I could see it. it... A burger is one thing, but like, say fries. Like, Imagine getting the monster. There, I don't think there are any fries. I think imagine it was just a you burger. had the, their fries, and that monster sauce that's on it. Mm-hmm. That would be because think about it. A transportation of those fries with that wet liquid on it. I could see that. Depending on how they layered it, like mm-hmm. you have a tomato. A tomato is a very good barrier for, like, say you had the burger, the sauce. The tom- I, again, I don't remember how it was actually layered. But a burger, the sauce, a tomato. That makes a pretty good... Yeah, but the tomato itself is going to make the bun soggy. The bun but then you have the s- lettuce on top of it. No, I think you usually put the lettuce... You usually put yeah, well, the tomato it, on top it, of the lettuce. It, it, I don't know how they, they actually stack it. So, I mean, th- th- there could be possibilities. I guess so, but it looked pristine. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I, I just uh, looked it up here. Um, the mystery was solved... Uh, on Wednesday when uh, Mr. Boehm, who took the uh, original photograph, wrote in Vice that a 16-year-old high school student named Helen Vivas had come forward to say the burger burger was hers. On the last day of her recent vacation, Ms. Vivas bought four In-N-Out burgers in San Diego before she flew home to New York, keeping her precious cargo in a tightly wrapped paper bag. This is... See, I don't believe that. I don't believe that either. I could see like a Yeti cooler with like yeah. dry ice. When she got to Jamaica on Saturday morning, uh, Vivas had to sprint to catch her Q44 bus to Flushing. As she ran, uh, the bag which had started to leak during the trip, obviously a greasy burger on a cross-country yeah. well, flight. Oh, it tastes like shit. Uh, broke open and one of her burgers fell out to the ground. When I sat down, I realized there was a giant hole in the bag. And I realized the bag was a lot lighter, and the burger was gone. What was her name? Helen Vivas. Helen. Helen. You're an idiot for not going back again that burger. <laughs> I know, right? You you might be the dumbass of the week right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> how the burger is like gold. Oh, so it was solved. All right, so this yeah. whole conversation was for naught. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, it's yeah, right. it bothered me. All um, right, well, I'm glad. But we... I, I still. <sighs> I don't. For it to I don't be that buy that pristine, though. though. That's what I'm saying. Like, when, when, even this, when I got my White House sub, I ate half of it mm-hmm. in Atlantic City, threw it right in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. took it to um, Wildwood. I didn't, I ate this, no, second night, 
I was really toasted that night. I ate it then. Even like then, the, the bread was still spongy. It had a little bit of like moisture to it because of the lettuce. And the lettuce was a little wilted. Yeah. It was still an amazing sandwich. But even at that, that was an hour ride. Still in a cooler. Put immediately into a refrigerator. Still got a little funky. I don't want to say funky where it was disgusting. Right. But it was... It wasn't as fresh made as if you got it right from them. Yeah, I, I don't get the whole... I, we, we've had food transported from above the uh, the wall. Uh, from mm-hmm. the, uh, the King's uh, area. We've had DP Dough, which oh, is God. an amazing... Oh, did you? Did we tell him about Dippy Dough? I don't know if we did. There's one on Long Island. Yeah, Stony Shut Stony Point, Stony Sto- Brook, Stony Brook, or Stony, Stony Brook? Point. Yeah, one of the the uh, by the college. Where are you going? <laughs> He's gonna go. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the by the college. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, asked. Uh, Papa told me. Yeah, if uh, you family out there, it's an hour and something minutes away. From where my family, I'm really one day I'm, I got to go there and get. I haven't had DP dough in probably 15 years. Yeah, at but, least. I mean, I was transported a couple hours from, you know, oh, uh, the King's Kingdom, up above the wall, and transported back to where we live. And, but that, you know, that that's in dough. It still wasn't as good as fresh made, right? right but still, oven, yeah. you you put it back in the oven, you reheated the cheese, yeah. you know. I've had, a, I've had a cheesesteak from Philly. I had a uh, Pat's cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. You took I, it from Philly back up north? I, I, made my, I made my wife's cousin bring it back. I told her, put it on the, um, uh, on the dashboard smart. so it was smart, warm. Smart, it, smart, stay, smart, it stayed smart. warm. That's smart. Hmm. And it, brought, it came back. It was, it was near perfect. Once that grease because again, you know, it doesn't have that. It doesn't have the vegetation on it. Right. You had the. You had a tomato. You had lettuce. The moisture that sucks it right out. Right. Yeah. Right. A cheesesteak. I mean, it's just soaking in its own grease. So yeah. it's. It was. That came out perfect. Hmm. It was like sautéing a little bit. So. Yeah. But a burger. I mean, I, I just. Yeah. That's a burger. You gotta. You gotta eat like right then and there to to, to, to get it through. Agreed. So you're not a. You're not a. If you if you're making burgers, you're making burgers. For meal one, yes. and then the next day you'll grill again. Oh yeah, I you would won't... not have a leftover burger. Oh, see, we, we'll once do... a burger like cools off, mm, I've had leftover I, I can burgers. Do, I can do really? leftover burgers. Yeah, yeah. I've had, yeah. yeah. Once a burger goes cold, it's it's, it's garbage to me because I, I like medium rare, and it's got to be juicy for yeah. me to have a burger. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. Yeah. What you do is so. you slice it in half, throw cheese in the middle, and then crimp it. It's not bad then because the cheese will kind of keep the inside a little. Makes better. sense a little bit, but still, um, almost like a juicy Lucy the second day. And the <laughs> the um, <laughs> but just the bun the bun itself is not like it's it's not it, it's good at at the time, but it's not there's not a whole lot of consistency to it, so it's gonna absorb the grease mm-hmm. and just be a like, like a soggy mess. See, that's where I don't mind like getting Italian combos from White House. And transporting them mm-hmm. because usually what I do with them, I turn them into a, uh, I, I call it an Italian dip. I, with them, they put a pepper spread on it. Okay. And I get a little bowl of red wine vinegar. Right. And I dip it in there so that the bun just absorbs that red wine vinegar and it's just, oh. Right, but if, it's, if, it, if it was sitting in that red wine vinegar and then the bun, oh, yeah. it, would, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, even after Super Bowl, we get the you know the four foot sub, six yeah. foot sub. I'll eat it for three days afterwards, and it and every day just gets a little more uh, broken down. <laughs> but I, I just dip it then. But you're, you're you're keeping a sandwich in a um, in the refrigerator, obviously, yeah. right? So yeah. yeah, I mean, just having a burger sit cross country flight. Six to eight hours on a six-hour flight, you right? Dry ice it. Yeah, you have to dry ice it. Mm-hmm. But speaking of subs, Super Bowl. I don't think I've updated. The house is completely gutted now. Okay. There's a second floor on it, and the living room for the party is going to be very nice for all of us. Very nice. We will. We will. I think we are going to be reclaiming after a. We, 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 were, we, were, we were playing. We were playing. In, uh, he doesn't want it. <laughs> he, doesn't, huh? he doesn't want to have Super Bowl. Who? The cousin. cousin. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. We know we'll have it back at ours. The urinal will be in place. Everyone can use it. Okay. And the house is the house is coming along. It's, it's definitely a lot different than what I was used to. Four months. He's saying by the end of October. You're nuts. Hey. This guy's been, he's been on point with everything that he's been saying so far. Stay tuned for the November uh, 1st broadcast when yes. Tom is cursing left and right that his house is not done yet. <laughs> Speaking of urinals, I gotta go to the urinal. So yes. Keep talking. Alright. Now that we're moving off from that, this is something that y- y- you know a lot about. Okay. Female Thor. Okay. What are your thoughts on this? Because it's going to be what? Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman will be uh, Lady Thor. Um, it is... There There was a comic book uh, storyline uh, and it was pretty popular where um, Thor himself, Odin's son, um, became unworthy so he could no longer wield uh, the hammer. The hammer, man and or. Um, and Jane Foster was able to lift it. Um, now, how did she get the power through his penis? <laughs> no, no, no. The, 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 so the power explain, of Thor. Explain, explain this to me. Comes. Uh, uh, well, Thor is a god. He's a he's a Viking god. Yes. Uh, a Norse god. So it, it, it's again comic book. Um, so, but she she wielded the hammer, and with the hammer comes the power of Thor. So Thor was still Odin's son. So it's son. almost like bestowed on you. Right. So Odin's son was still, you know, he was still a, a, a Viking prince, so he was still powerful, and he wound up wielding a, a different uh, sword, Stormbreaker, I believe, but um, the, the, the power of Thor... So the hammer is still essentially... You have the to, same one. Well, you, yeah, you had to. You have to. Only those who are worthy can wield Manahor, which instills the power of Thor. So. Okay. Um, now, in the comic books, I don't know if they're, they're going to go this route. Uh, Jane Foster had cancer. The the human Jane Foster had cancer. Mm-hmm. So she would. Uh, she was going for chemo and all that. Um, stuff of when she was Lady Thor she obviously had all the powers of Thor and, and did not have the cancer but then when she be- 
became Jane Foster again, it actually wiped out um, the the uh, the treatments, and she wound up, you know, it was a cycle. So she was actually killing herself every time she wielded the power of Thor. Right. So um, yeah, it's it is a it is comic book. Um, they're they're not like going out and going too far off a. They're not creating this. It's not like they're just so, saying... So you think that they're going to go off that storyline as opposed to saying that somehow she was somehow transported from his... Asgard. Sp- yeah. Okay. To, to there. You think that they're going to leave her as a human. Yes. It'll be, it'll be Jane Foster. And then she... Be, she You know, when she wields uh, Manor. Which, I mean... You don't think it would be better, though, if, like, you know, because she got some uh, D from him that, you know, he injected her with the power of... Um, I mean, mean, that's that's an interesting storyline, but... um, And they they have kind of gone down... Will that be the parody on uh, Pornhub that we we get to... (laughs) It it could be. It could be. Oh, I can't Um, wait for that one. But, uh... Those of uh, those who have seen Endgame, uh, it's not too far um, where Thor, Odin's son, becomes or, or believes himself unworthy. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know how I don't know how much you guys talked about when mm-hmm. I was gone, but uh, my biggest gripe with this whole thing, I don't care about you know, it's a storyline, it's a comic book storyline or whatnot. It's that. All these articles for the days following were like, oh, now she's Thor, and it's female Thor, and all this other stuff, and I, I don't think people get that. This is just, a, like, she's not going to be Thor going forward. Mm-hmm. There's not right. going to be a, a female Thor movie. It, it's one, I think it's a she one movie based. Yeah, it's, it's, a, one, it's a one, it's a one-off, right. so to speak. You know, she'll be Thor, she'll probably be, and, Maybe at the end of the movie, like she loses the power, or what? Ha- or what happened? I don't know. But I just think uh, I think people are stupid. <laughs> that's that's basically what I'm trying to say. But it just goes to show that the the comic book audience and the MCU audience are not they're 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 the same. The comic book audience will obviously go to see the movies, but like the overall billion dollar franchises, they don't know. So there's a difference between reading them religiously and watching them. Absolutely. Where you guys read them and I more watch them. Mm -hmm. Where I... I I know subtle differences, but then there's, like, large differences in how the story is portrayed. What I'm... What I'm... What I'm thinking is, like, they now... I think they kind of paint themselves into a corner now because if she loses her power at the end, she's not Thor anymore. People are going to bitch. I can see a world where they, they do have a um, a movie with, with starring Natalie Portman as the Thor. Possibly, but like... Well, because they, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but if you remember the end where Thor wound up... Right. They could spin him off there. Well, they're saying he's not... I don't think he's going to be. But where they, would he be more mortal? Well, we can talk about it. It's coming out. It's on video now, yeah. so it's, it's but, not uh, like... Is it on video? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, there you go. I, now I, you can watch I, it. I, I have a copy of it. If you, if you <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I've, not, I've not seen it, so... But, I don't uh, want to spoil 
too much for, yeah. for, for Thomas here, but yes. But you know where I'm talking about where uh-huh. yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need a light there? Oh, I'm good. I got it. Okay. Um so big Hollywood breakup. I guess it's Hollywood. I'm a little upset at it. I'm not upset. <laughs> I heard it's not true. She oh. came out and said that, that people don't know shit. Oh, that's, that's so, disappointing. Uh, I mean, my main thing about it that... Do you want to say who yeah, we're talking we, about? We, we should talk about who we're talking about. Um, <laughs> Lily Reinhardt, who Betty plays Gilmer. Betty, and Jughead Jones. And Riverdale. Spruce. Spruce. Sprouse. Yes. Have, uh, in real life, broken up. Mm-hmm. We don't know if it's true or not, from what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I... This is where I have a problem with people who are in shows that date. Because... That's the storyline? It, it could it could really fuck the storyline. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And... They... Don't they shit ever, where you eat. Yeah. But they never... In looking at it and watching it, and it's a show that we all watch, mm. um, they never officially, like, said in real life that they were dating. It was always inferred because of just them being very playful together until recently, I guess, that they said that they were, it was confirmed. Mm-hmm. And now that they're broken up, if it is true, I just don't like it because I don't want it to affect the show. Because th- the chemistry that they have on the show is really good. Break them up. But then, what are you going to do in the show? And granted, there do was... Do the love a- triangle that... Archie's known for for the last 70 years. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. Yeah, there's definitely been that. <laughs> that's hole. what the whole. That's what Archie was always like torn between Veronica and Betty. Yeah. So, like, do that. I think they started off doing that and they just. They within the first couple episodes, they, they got they, rid of it. Yeah, I think that they saw how well. It's almost like uh, Stephen Dustin. In the beginning, you looked at them, they were polar opposites. But then when they came together, it was amazing. And I think that's kind of the way that they looked at the story, that Betty and Jughead got along so well together on screen, and then off screen probably made it work better. Well, uh, it is, I mean, they were, they were, they're, they're youngish. I mean, I, I don't know their, their exact ages, but, um, but, uh, it has happened in other shows where, Two people who were on screen um, romantically became Kelly Ripa and Mark Abuelos. <laughs> yes, and, uh, <laughs> right onto the uh... in, in all my children. But uh, uh, it, uh, example where it continued to work um, after the fact. Um, Kelly Coco and uh, um, Leonard from Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. They were a on-screen couple who became an off-screen couple who broke up, but their chemistry on-screen was never. But they, but it was never. It was never brought out that they were together. Yeah, the, eventually it, it, it became, on screen yeah. until after they broke up. No, I thought before. No, I, I don't think. I think it was after they broke up. Then they finally said, "Yeah, we were dating," oh. but their chemistry together, they, they were able to, I guess, maintain their friendship. So um, that's that's the main thing I'm hoping about. If they can maintain their friendship. Yeah. May, I hope it's that you know maybe scheduling issues and appearances cause them not to be together, not that they now hate each other. Because yeah, if they hate each other, then it's going to really fuck up the dynamic of the show. Yeah, they're 
actors are weird because they 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 just they fuck everyone. No, 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 no. They're all they're all like <laughs> brothers. They're all their their whole job is to to pretend to be someone else. So I mean, they they kind of you know, and if they can't get past that, then they're not good actors. Yeah. Hmm. You're not playing the character right. If you're making demands like, "Well, I can't work with this person on screen anymore," I mean, you look at the, the like the kind really of actor are you? good actors. You, they they do interviews and they just have no personality because you really can't have a personality when you're a, a really when you invest yourself into that role. I mean, you look at De Niro. He, he is probably the greatest actor of our generation, and his interviews, he's very stiff and 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 doesn't really bring anything to an interview um, just because he has no real personality because he's just so used to just losing who he is and um, becoming the character. So so in real life you mean he's a douche? I don't, no, I don't think he's a, He's just got... He's just very bland. He, he's no, very, he's a douche. <laughs> yeah, I... I okay. Made a douche. Not a big fan. Did, Lately, did, did has has everyone seen the uh, trailer for the Irishman? Yes. What do you guys think? I have not. Okay. You haven't. Nope. What's it's uh, was it uh, De Niro and Scorsese again? Yeah, yeah. it is. Of course. De Niro, Pacino, it's, Pesci. Essentially, Christ. it's well. It's is same, Pesci is Pesci playing the same role that he did in Alpha? Oh, uh, I don't know. That's a good. That's a very good. Oh, call. Pesci's in this. Yeah, Pesci's yeah. in this. Yeah. Really? And uh, what's his name? Harvey Keitel. Yeah. Wow, Pe- Pesci hasn't done anything in years. No. Huh. He. Wow. From what I'm seeing in this, I really like it. Again, What's this? What What is it's this about? about? Jimmy Hoffa. Oh it's, yeah. It goes. Okay. It goes to Hoffa's connection. Gino plays Hoffa. Is this a sequel to Hoffa? No. <laughs> oh, that no? is to be continued forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, he. Um, what's his name? Pacino plays Hoffa. Um, from what I'm looking at, Pesci looks like he's his right hand man. And again, I might be totally wrong just from looking at the the trailer because it doesn't really give you too much. No. Um, it's weird because De Niro plays. Uh, I can't think of his name. It's uh, last name might be Sharon. Uh, he was a he was an Irish hitman. Yes. Who. He was in World War II. He became a, apparently a cold-blooded killer there. Ended up working with the Union, but then also working for the Philadelphia mob, who was led by Harvey Keitel, who plays... Uh, Harvey Keitel plays the... Uh... He plays Bruno, okay. who ended up getting uh, a shotgun blast to the back of the head in Philly in 1980. And okay. it talks about the story of, essentially, Hoffa. So... And years later, when um, Sharon, I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right. Shireen. Shireen. I don't know. I'm just going with Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yeah. Ed, she- Ed Sheeran. The little ginger who sings acoustic guitar. He uh, he ended up admitting the killing Hoffa, but again, no one knows. Didn't they... Um... When they destroyed the old giant stadium, didn't they kind of like look up and or not look up? Didn't they kind of like tear everything up and they kind of said that he's definitely not there? Geraldo did it, and it was the same thing as that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't find it. He couldn't find the vault. 
Um, that was a good one. <laughs> I mean, is, is it definitely determining he's definitely not there? I don't know if they ever exhumed that area. Because it was um, supposed to be, what, like the... It was under the, one of the end zones, end zones apparently. Yeah. I think he's somewhere in the Hudson. Well, not anymore, million, but... There's a million places he could be. I mean, yeah. Kuklinski could have had an issue with it. He could be on Clinton Road right now, for all we know. Possible. <laughs> That's definitely possible. So, yeah, no, I, I haven't I haven't seen the trailer for this, though. It looks good. Yeah. Our one friend, Justin, seems to be very much into it. He, he threw it right out onto the... Uh, the group chat that we have. So. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, busy day of work. I didn't get a chance to to watch that today. Uh, yeah, maybe after we're done, I'll, I'll take a little sneak preview of it. It looks good. Yeah. Uh, me and Big Papa the other day saw uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. Uh, the new Quentin Tarantino movie, which was very good. Very, very good. Enjoyed it. QT, one of my favorite directors. Oh God. You don't like Tarantino? I like his movies. I hate him as a person. You love Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I, I love his movies. I just wish he would just shut his mouth. Yeah. Uh, so during the movie, <laughs> Big Papa told me something I didn't had no idea about that he Tarantino's very into feet. Him and Rex Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rex Ryan must have loved this movie because there is just also dirty, a football analyst. On dirty ESPN, ass so. feet. Yeah, Throughout the whole fucking movie. Really? One point, this girl, this girl, the girl from... Did you watch Leftovers? It was on HBO. Uh, anyway, People so... Everyone just... Girl from Leftovers is in this movie, and she plays one of, uh, um... Charlie one of Charlie... Ma- yeah, one of the Manson family. And she puts her fucking huge-ass feet on the dashboard, and they're just prominent on the screen, and they're big and dirty and disgusting. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then another point, there wasn't much probably running water at the spawn ranch. Yeah, so. I don't. Well, but yeah, but whatever. So, another point. Um, they didn't say who she was. Pussycat. Pussycat. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I was, it wasn't one of the ones with the Squiggy, Tate, uh, Tate Frowling, That was uh, Dakota Fanning. Um, who was it? Dakota Fanning was Squiggy Frowling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's her? She uh, did a lot of favors to okay. the owner of the spawn ranch. He was Good. a he was a blind guy. Yeah, that that state. Yeah, yeah. talked about it. Oh, that's yeah, in there. So, yeah, I, I big fan of that whole incident. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that, so I didn't know any of that before the movie. Wait, so, was there a lot? Squee Foreman, wasn't it? Froman, Froman, Froman. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I uh, I can't think of her name. Uh, the one who plays Harley Quinn. Margot Robbie. She's in there. She puts her feet on the. She's seeing. Is she uh, Sharon Tate? Yes. Yes, yeah. Sharon Tate. She puts it. She's seen a movie. She puts her feet on the the seats in front of her, like we do at the movies, and mm-hmm. barefoot, <laughs> prominent, right there on the screen. Yeah. So it's a, it's a big foot fetish. Uh, so he... now the whole movie, I'm looking at everyone's feet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, now this makes sense. Why the feet are just so up there? Really? Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Yeah. If you remember uh, Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction, she walked around barefoot. Barefoot. Yeah. yeah. All right. What a. Kinky motherfucker. I, I, I never understood that whole fetish. I don't get it either. It, it, I, if anyone's out there that could explain it to us, please do. I just... Uh, well, I mean, it's hard to just, like, explain a kink. You, you like know, what you know, like, I yeah, guess, it's, but it's one thing. I don't get it either. Mm-hmm. I really you know, don't get it. Blue. I mean, I don't get that one, but you know, some people do. <laughs> yeah. Some people definitely do. <laughs> 
but uh, it's it's very it's really good. I I highly recommend it. Yes. Um, especially because you were a big fan of like old Hollywood, like yes. the James Bond movies and all that stuff. I think you would really like it also. And not only it ha- the movie itself, like just it had a feel of a movie based that- on. Is it like is it old? Uh, like say eight millimeter type of film? Is it like? Kind of grainy. No, and... but the atmosphere. Yeah. Okay. It's very like. There was definitely no CGI. Well, no, there was one scene that was CGI'd. Um, what, like the murder probably, scene. No. What's um, the one we talked about with Leo? Oh yes, yes. They. Uh, you could say it without spoiling anything. Yeah. They. Um, Leo played an actor. He was basically he was a uh, he was a TV actor in the fifties for a western show. He left that to become, become a movie, movie star. star. Didn't yeah. work out at all. So now yeah. in the sixties, he's kind of like a guy. He's doing guest spots on like, I don't know, Gunsmoke and shit. Okay. Like he does that. Um, so at one point, they talk about like, oh, I heard you were up for um, uh, what's Great that? Escape. Steve, Steve the Great McQueen. Escape with Steve McQueen, okay. and they put him. Is they, he jumping on the motorcycle? No, no, bit? no. But they put him in the where Steve McQueen was in the movie. Like they, just, <coughs> they put Leonardo DiCaprio in there. Okay. There was a scene with, with uh, um, uh, when McQueen's character um, was being put into the uh, the box. Yes. Okay. And that was a scene that they they put Leo's character into that. Okay. So like a test run. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, like, he was supposed to get the part, so they kind of did a flashback. Okay. So we don't know if he, if he was imagining it or if it was, like, a... Or what. Right, right. Because they said he didn't get the part, right. but Queen got it. Um, But it just... it You felt like you were... You didn't feel like you were watching a movie from the 60s, but just, like, the, the whole atmosphere of it yeah. felt like it was taking place in, like, old Hollywood. I, I do love that. Yeah, I, I, I really... I, I am a huge old... I, I honestly think you would... Would love it. I really yeah, think I, so too. Yeah. It was a, it was an excellent. So movie. now he's gonna watch it. And he's gonna hate it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. I, I, well, I don't see, think he would. Well, from, from what you told me about it, I, I I don't like the reimaging type of thing that you were saying. But they did it as like what could have happened. No, but what should have happened? He didn't get the part, but he was thinking of no, 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 no. I think he's talking about what we what we said. For the end. Oh, okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. But again, it, it it throws you for a loop. And but then it does say once upon a time. So it's a, yeah. So it, it's like like a story. Yeah, exactly. Alright. Yeah, it, I mean, but you know what though? At first, I was kind of when it first happened. I don't want to really say what happens, but when it first started happening, I was like, oh come on. But then as the scene went on, it. Was pretty pretty. It was it was pretty badass. So it makes act. up for it. <laughs> the third act, which is something that you guys couldn't figure out a couple weeks ago, you're you're talking about a book, and and you know you were asking Joe what the yeah. final. You know, it was a third act. Third act. All right. You gotta suspend disbelief disbelief oh, yeah. when you see the movie. All right. That's a, just you know. Brad Pitt so was excellent. Leo was very good. It? Uh yeah he is yeah, yeah, not the Roman Polanski but he the some yeah he's character. in it yeah yeah oh he's definitely in it yeah it's very good and like they keep the Folgers in there yeah, yeah oh yeah I'm, everybody I'm, that I'm that's part of that is, is in the movie there. Yeah, yeah and uh 
Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's kid is in it. From Stranger Things. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, important part, but small part. Small part. Is she one of the Manson yep. people? Oh, yeah. 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 And I'm trying to think which one she could be. And I could tell you. No, nah, I, I, I don't want... I'm going to leave it in my head. Okay. I think I know who it is. Okay. So. But, yeah, it was it was very good. It was very good. It, it, I kind of want to see because I do love that whole story. Not, I don't want to say I love it. It's a terrible yeah. tragedy. But the, the fact that it actually happened. Mm-hmm. And it happened what I consider at the beginning of the innocence of what's turned into now. Well, they said it was the last day of, like, old Hollywood. Of, yeah, it... it I mean, you think about it. That actually, was, it's like the 50th anniversary, 50th anniversary next anniversary, week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it right around like '68 was what I consider the end of, you know, it was the summer to, of love. To me, wearing like a suit on a flight, listening to you know music around the you know having like family dinner, listening to the radio, mm-hmm. like it was that more nostalgic time. And after. I think like 68, 69, and then after that, it turned into what we are now. now. Yeah. Divorces and stuff like that. So that's where I always look at that kind of like the turning point. And, that, and all those stories about that time and pretty much the 15 years after that, I, I love all that, that, yeah. that time period. Well, then you... I would love to interview people from back then. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. All right, what do you say? You want to take a trip to the cemetery? Let's go. All right. Uh, big one this week. Mm-hmm. Ernie the Gorilla <laughs> from the Bronx Zoo has yes. passed away. Tom, you were a big Bronx Zoo uh, hey, aficionado. Love, I love the Bronx Zoo. As am I, but you go way more than I do. Yes. Uh, so you've had interactions with Ernie. Yes, I've seen him there. Has he thrown poop at you? No. Okay. He, he Whenever I go there, he is... He's what I want to be when I retire. He just kind of sits there. He picks his nose. You do that now. <laughs> yeah, but I want to do it with a, where I don't have to go to work the next day. He sits there and he checks out all the other hot gorillas that wander by. Some of the younger kids, he like just you know they, they like get off my porch. He smacks some type of thing. He was just he was he was just like a I hate using this word. He was like a chill gorilla. He just. Nothing really bothered him. He just kind of sat there and did his thing. Has he lived his whole life at the Bronx Zoo? I believe he did. So I'm, I'm, he ended right. up uh, actually having cataracts. They tried to, I think, fix it, but it didn't work out or something. It wasn't where it, it failed helped him. Yeah, it wasn't. A, it was like a failed operation, and he. So he was the said, wor- he was the worst vet and the worst doctor. Yeah, he was. The, he was a triple. He, he went to a triple A vet. <laughs> and... <laughs> He, uh, it was more like a double A, apparently. And he just kind of, he, he just sat there, you know, he'd, uh, a banana would be thrown at him, he'd eat it. A head of romaine lettuce, he'd eat it. He just kind of chilled out there, and unfortunately he passed, uh, it was, and I guess this is common, um, with gorillas, they, they had, they can go into cardiac arrest, and that's what, that was his, uh, demise. How old? He was, I believe I looked it up, he was, where are we at here? Ernie was 36 years old. So, he was 
Is that I don't he know. He was what pretty much we were toddlers when he was uh, born. Yeah. So he lived. Yeah, the, he lived. The, I mean, wow. thirty-six years. Of, How crazy! If he was born in the zoo and grew up in the zoo, like so. The first time I ever went to the zoo when I was probably like what four or five, like he was there. Yeah, he was. He was just. That's crazy. He was a, he was a little kid. Yeah, like, swinging around, acting like a crazy monkey, and wow, we were doing the same thing, and unfortunately, he passed away. I I don't know if they're you know they did renew it for the next season, so I don't know if they're going to show it on there or if it was just maybe something sudden where you know they came into his pen the next day and he essentially had like a massive coronary and uh-huh. dropped, or if they knew that his heart was failing and they euthanized him. I mean, we'll find out. We'll, we'll maybe update this in a a few dozen episodes from now. And, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I feel bad for him. He, he, But I'm assuming he lived a great life, I mean, to hang yeah. out there. And I'm sure he probably fathered a few uh, of the Monkeys? kids there. Yeah. yeah. Carlos. Yeah. So, R.I.P. to him. Rest in peace there, Ernie. Yes. Um, Harley Race. Yeah. This is a big one. Passed away. Um, they just, I remember it was like maybe two months ago, they said he had severe, uh, not lung cancer. I think it was like, oh, I forget. It was like thorax. It was, he was like stage four cancer. It was like, it, yeah, was, it was incurable. Yeah. He yeah. was like, he was in rough shape. Uh, he passed away on Thursday. Right. Um, we, I think we were just talking about him. Yeah. Uh, do we bring him up for managers or no? I think he was mentioned. He might have been mentioned. Yeah. Um, but he was most known as an NWA guy. Mm-hmm. He won uh, eight world championships. Mm-hmm. He was in NWA? He, well, that's where he was most known for, yeah. Yeah. He was NWA. With, he, with Eazy-E and, and Ice Cube? Uh, not that. They, they would not oh, allow him yeah. in there. <laughs> but he was in the wrestling NWA. Yes. He uh, had many he battles with pre- Ric Flair. and be the precursor to WCW. Yes, yes. Um, Then in the mid to late 80s, he went to WWF. Yes. Where he became the king, and he was known as King Harley Race. Yes, yes. Won the second ever King of the Ring. Had a great match at WrestleMania 3 with Junkyard Dog, where JYD, uh, if he lost, had to kiss his feet. JYD didn't do it. He uh, gave him the rump shaker and tossed his ass out of the ring. If you looked at him, though, I mean, even in an old age, he was just a... Solid. He was a solid, exactly, oh, he was, solid yeah. dude. Yeah, he was he no was joke. A, he was a guy that, like, I could see him being in, like, a roadhouse with Patrick Swayze and... Okay. Just kicking ass in there. Like Terry Funk? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Terry Funk, same thing, same type of guy like mm-hmm. take no shit they're gonna he didn't have like a like a Lex Luger kind of body like he, no, he had he a was, belly but like yeah. he was just solid, solid. he would he, he had that like far he was from Missouri mm-hmm. lived in, born in Missouri died in Missouri one of those like farm boy lift the fucking bale of hay and throw it 50 feet type <laughs> yeah. of yeah. you know just a rugged guy yeah. rugged so and that 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 doesn't exist in the uh, modern day pro wrestling. No, no, no. The only one that I would say that is, and he's not even really what I would consider a Harley Race type body is 
Kevin Owen. Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, just uh, had that physical presence in the ring that he may not have ripped abs and, you know, jacked up, but just well, could do the job. Uh, Ryback is also somebody that kind of has that similar type physique. You know, he's not jacked, but he's he's a solid dude too, right? Ryback? The big guy, right? The big guy, Ryback? Is that, that his, his gimmick now? Who are you talking about? Ryback looks like he takes steroids. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I thought that's who I was. I, I, I really am out on Yeah, my, you're not a big... Uh, uh, I, uh, I don't know who you're referring to. Huh. Kevin Owens, is. yeah, he has like a, a yeah, belly. Like a belly. Um, Jerry Lawler. Well, Jerry Lawler was never what I would consider a ripped guy. But Lawler came from... from the Harley race era. Yeah, yeah that's oh, exactly the whole era, yeah. Bret Hart never was really that uh, muscular. I mean, at, at points, he he might have maybe been juicing a little where he had uh, that physique, but... He was uh, he was toned. Toned, yeah. He was toned. And uh, you see certain wrestlers that have that. And to me, those are always kind of one of my favorites. I mean, you have the Macho Mans, you have the Ultimate Warriors, you have the Hogans that are just muscle-bound freaks. You know, freaks of nature where... It's like, how the hell can you get that big? Right. And then you have the other ones that you're like, you're mainly going off of either being a great speaker or a great performer. Yeah. And he, I think Harley Race was a great performer. And a great speaker. He could speak, yeah. He could, he could tongue-lash you. After he retired, he became a manager. He uh, managed Vader. Yeah. In WCW Mm -hmm. for a little bit. Uh, I think he managed a few other people, but he was known for Vader. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, I tried looking up what he died, but I, I I know it was definitely cancer, but I don't know what kind of cancer. No, the it's article guy is not saying it. You may know this from being in Jersey. There's uh, <laughs> Alpine Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they would always they actually introduced me to WCW. Alpine Pizza. Alpine Pizza. Okay. We would go there every Saturday night right after church. We would go there get pizza. And Where's your church? St. Stephen's. We would go to church and then go to get pizza afterwards. Okay. And I, I, not to drop. It was mm-hmm. it was lung cancer. Lung cancer. Terminal lung cancer. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Obviously, but yeah. they had this old like big box TV, and on it you'd walk in, and WCW was on it every time. And my family was always a WWF family. Okay. And mm-hmm. by watching that, my father started. You know, we would watch. I would go in the back and play Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2 actually, but whenever we would eat, we would sit there and watch WCW, and Vader was on there, and Harley Race, and Flair, and all them, and that's what got me in my my introduction in WCW when I was real young. That was my, that was my go-to. That was before the whole NWO, the TakeOver, stuff like that, but yeah, Alpine Pizza. Wow. And you, you know that he's back, right? Uh, not, not the father. No, he did. He not even. I don't think he's the son. He he was a uh, pizza. No, no, the son's there. He has Paisanos. Paisanos. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He he was definitely worked at Paisanos, but maybe maybe or uh, Alpine, yeah, they were. Uh, no, they were they were father son. Okay. The older the old guy that was in there. Uh-huh. Those were father and son. Okay. And that's part of Pizza Gas Beer Night is Paisanos Pizza. Well, uh, my family was more of a Costa Zora. I don't know where that is. It was that? in the, uh, it's in the, back then the A and P Plaza. Mm-hmm. That's that was our, our um, my grandfather knew um, the owner of that, so we were always, okay. uh, you know, 
We never really went Alpine. Uh, see, Alpine, that was for us because, again, not Alpine's to not there guys. anymore. Alpine, pizza it's, it's Pizza Station now. Okay. But so, it, same building, same, everything kind of looks oh, similar. Really? Yeah. Is it good? My mom went there once after the fact, and she said it was not as good. Yeah. And this guy was, he was a Ginzaloon, right, from yeah. Italy, or yeah. Sicily. Yeah. They went to, they did Vernon, Alpine Pizza. Mm-hmm. He went down on 23 somewhere. Like, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, right over by, like, 287, they had a pizza place. Okay. They had it there for a few years. He sold that and then came back up here. That's why he's at Paisano's now. Okay. And I'm that that's our that's our spot. Yeah. Uh, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. Whitey was a wrestling fan. Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. My grandpa. Funny story. Not my not Whitey's parents, mm-hmm. but my mother's parents were one of the first people in Pine Island to have a TV. Mm-hmm. And on Saturday nights. Everyone would come over and watch wrestling on their TV. Like, we're talking Bruno San Martino. Yeah. We're talking old school, like the old Madison Square Garden, like 60s wrestling, my black gran- and white. My grandmother on my on my uh, mom's side, she was a big uh, yeah. Bruno really? San Martino. Yeah, she yeah. Huh. Ivan Putski, that was my, obviously my... their... Their go-to guy. Yeah. <laughs> so why he was an Ivan Putsky guy? <laughs> no, why? Why? What do you like? Uh, he looked like he liked. Uh, he was, uh, I think, he liked Piper. Like Bob Backlund. <laughs> was he a Bob Backlund fan? No, I don't think he was. He, he liked Piper. Yeah. He liked. He liked the Warrior. Okay. Those, those were from what I knew him. That's what he liked. Hmm. But yeah, they they uh, yeah they would they would, right over there, like two miles away, right yeah. over my shoulder, they would. They would go to the house, black and white TV. Everyone would be there. They'd all be drinking Schaefer and watching. Drinking Schaefer and eating onions. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I, I never knew that. Oh, yeah. Dad. Were, just the oh, grandmother yeah. that. I'm, the I'm like a, I'm a third generation wrestling fan. Oh, nice. Yeah. This is the same grandmother that put the uh, the salt in the beer. No, no, no. That was that was Bertha. Okay. No, that that was Whitey's. That was Whitey's. Uh, Mother. So this is Susan's mother? Susan's mother. Helen. Have you ever heard, not to get off the subject, you put salt in a beer to get the head back. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard something about like a, a certain kind of napkin? My grandfather, years ago, I remember my grandfather said if you put, uh, I don't know what kind of napkin it was, but he would put a napkin in his beer and the head came back. Like, Terry Cloth? Yeah, that's what maybe, I was it was, maybe, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe it was that that kind of napkin, like a terry cloth napkin. Yeah, that might have been it. Yeah. Yeah. Salt was always one for us. Okay. Because it would heighten the taste of the beer, obviously, because mm-hmm. it would get a little more salty. But the the cubes, I guess, even though they're particles, would aerate the beer. Mm. So yeah. Interesting. So if anyone out there needs has a uh, flat beer, take a dash like a. Just a, a, a few, a few, a few specks. Sprinkle it like a, like yeah. a tap, and yeah, and you'll get head back in it. Because who doesn't like getting head? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know someone who probably love, loves giving head, and that's our dumbass of the week. Yes. Uh, her name is Samantha Grace Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Uh, she allegedly left her infant 
in a running car while she went into a bar and took shots at a night at a nightclub. Sorry, met, not a bar. Met, met the baby daddy at the at the. Oh, okay, that's nightclub. what it was. Yes. Right. Uh, she uh, she's uh, tatted up. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she got arrested for it, thankfully. And a breathalyzer test later determined that her blood alcohol was a zero point one four eight. Yes, she said that she had two shots at the bar. Okay. Later rescinded that and said she had more. And while in custody, apparently in the back seat of the car, Did she have shots of she, alcohol. She headbutted the the uh, I guess the barrier between the, the front seat and the back seat, the, the divider there. And you can see, it, we'll definitely post her mugshot because you want to see this peach. But she's, she's got two knots in her hey, head. I'll show. I'll show uh, the pop of the picture. Yeah, did you see her? Yet? No, I did not. Oh, she's uh, a beauty. Oh, I did see this. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. She's not. Let me tell you something. Without the tattoos, she's she's pretty cute. Yeah, she's yeah. not so bad. But she has tattoos on her face like Mike Tyson. Yeah. And just all over. Yeah. I'm sure her. Uh, V looks like a busted out clam. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm assuming it is if she's leaving her infant in the mm-hmm. car to go take shots. I mean, I'll hand it to her, though. She actually let the car running mm-hmm. so that, you know, the the kid would have AC or heat, whatever it How is. How long was she in the bar for? Didn't say. The I'm car was running, so I'm assuming she was meaning to go back. Either that, <laughs> I'm assuming it was either for uh, the two Ds. Drugs or dick, one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she she is a she's a winner, right? Have you? Uh, no, maybe I shouldn't get into this. But would, say, have you ever left? Uh, have I ever left my kids in the car? Yeah, I, but I don't want to make it sound like I'm accusing you of anything. But like, have you ever, like just like running somewhere or? Yes. You, oh, you have absolutely. Yes, I have. Okay. I can. I I used to run into the one gas station that was up by me. I would go in. I always had a second spare of keys, the second set of keys, so I could always get in. I would lock the car, put on the heat or the AC, depending on what thing was. It was going in to get a coffee at the gas station. Where the coffee machine was, I could literally. I'd park right, and if I couldn't park there, I wouldn't go. Okay. So I could park right in front of where the car was. Watch that. Get my coffee. The one guy that was there, I got coffee there regularly. So if I gave him like the kind of the, you know, the nod, he knew to charge me the next time. So it was just it was literally run in thirty seconds in and out, and I was within ten feet of the car. Okay. During the entire time. I'm not saying this is a bad. I mean, you weren't going taking shots. Obviously, it's not like that thing. I, I just don't know if that's something... And, no, and I, I don't have a problem with this. Because, like, say if you pull up to the gas pumps, are you going to sit there and pump your gas and then run in and to pay a $10 bill, taking the kid out of the car seat who could possibly, and we're talking an infant, possibly be sleeping? Things like that I don't mind, as long as you're responsible. Mm-hmm. Locking the vehicle. Keeping the, the temperature where it needs to be. Running into the grocery store and go getting $50 worth of groceries. Totally unacceptable. Oh, of course. But certain things, running to pay your gas, running to grab a coffee while you're in, ice, in um, you know, visual, you know, spot of it. I have no problem with that. Right. It's where you're irresponsible and you're 
leaving them for an exorbitant amount of time, mm-hmm. that's where I have a problem with it. Okay. But yeah, I, I'll admit I, I've done that. I've absolutely done that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I haven't. Yeah. No. No. I. I mean, I. I know people who have. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys talk about the guy that left his one-year-old's twins in the backseat of his car? We did not talk about that. No. That's. Oh. Yeah. We're, I mean, yeah, but that, that again. How long did he leave him in there? Well, he died. Eight hours. So. Eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, he went to work, right? Yeah. He, he like, worked a shift. And that's my whole thing. Like. Jesus having Christ. a child, like, when I'm driving, even even now at their age, they're, well, now they're just, they yell and they scream and they kick the back of my seat. <laughs> There's no way I would not notice that they right. were in there. But even as, an, uh, as a parent, I could never think, like, oh, I forgot my kid in the car. Yeah, he said, he for, how do you forget twins in the car? Yeah, that's my whole thing. Like, I think being he, a parent, he couldn't find expect- a sitter and he's just like, I'll take him to work. Yeah. and then Take him in with you. He worked at a, at a hospital. I'm sure they have some sort of... Yeah. yeah. I mean, knowing that when... Even when I was leaving, like, I would sometimes... If I had to work the late shift, I would have to pack the kid in a car seat, bring a diaper bag, which had a plethora of fucking things in it, which I usually left right on the front seat with me. Um, a change of clothes, which were in a book bag or a shopping bag... Like, these were all things that were readily within my eyesight. Mm-hmm. And I had my rearview mirror, which would show the kid. Like, there's no way I could not not remember them being in there. Have you like, ever driven with a kid in the back seat? Yeah, well, my niece and yeah, nephew. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't have a kid, so, like, but I, I have my niece and nephew, and I could, I, I first time I ever changed my niece. She was a little bit older. Um, changing her, you know, we were at the house, and my parents, I was changing around my parents' bed. As soon as that diaper came off, she fucking rolled, and she fell off the bed, and I was fucking mortified. Like, and yeah. she's not my kid. Like, uh, yeah. how, you, you, your one-year-olds are in your backseat, and you forget them? It's yeah. like, I, I just don't know how you just not totally lose your train of thought where... The, the, at the end of the day, this is the most important thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like even with them, I don't know how many times that I've been, you know, they were crying, and I'm probably not the smartest thing to do, but every parent's done this. Reached into the back, tried to grab the binky, and put it in their mouth while you're not looking at the road, and you're just hoping that you're going straight, and all of a sudden you look, and you're either hitting the rumble strip or you're in another lane of traffic. Mm-hmm. It, it's happened to me dozens of times where I'm trying to or even them crying or whatever calming them down like it never I've never once not thought about them being in the car yeah I, I, I couldn't imagine yeah, I just, yeah like even even now they're they're older but they're like me you get into a car you fall asleep mm-hmm. they're like they're just like me they're narcoleptic in a car I've never not been like all right well not even taking them say for a late movie it's as soon as you shut off the car you open the door you unlock it you go to the back and you just fling them over your, like 
I never would have thought of do. just like walking right in the house. Yeah, it's the first thing you do yeah. is you, yeah. you get that kid out of the out of the oh, back yeah. seat yeah. there. And... I was say when I had my niece and nephew in the car, like I'm constantly like looking in the rear view to make sure like they're mm-hmm. like I I doing check okay my rear view mirror when they're older. Yeah, when my niece and nephew are in the car more than I do when I'm driving by myself. Yeah, you know, I, I hardly here. ever. Oh yeah. Even now, like if, if say if I was the, if they were to pass out in the car, mm-hmm. go to sleep, and I had ice cream in the car. At worst, what I would do is I would go to the you know, oh stop the car, put it in park, you know get out, pop their door open so that mm-hmm. there was air flowing through, pop the trunk, run the ice cream in or the milk or whatever it is that would possibly go bad because of the heat, and then. As soon as, and I don't even think I would put it in the fridge. I would just get it into the house, right? Where it's cooler than being out in the sun, right? And then go grab them. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just it, these people have zero priority other than themselves. And these, that's where I've always said, like there should be, everyone should be like spayed and neutered until they're able to take a competency test <laughs> <laughs> to be able to. Procreate, because there are people. It's not a bad idea. There, there are people that should not be parents. Well, maybe if you fail being a doctor, you can become that. Yes. (laughs) Or be the best AAA player ever. (laughs) Yes. Um, I was talking to a friend about this uh, very topic. Uh, Eight hundred eighteen deaths of children in the past twenty years. Twenty three already this year. Fuck. Jesus. Both those numbers are, are astronomical. Oh, yeah. And this year's not even over yet. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't get how you can just totally forget that a kid's in a car. No. Even when you get into the house, like, as soon as I get in, like, if I get out of work, you know, I'm wearing shorts and whatnot. I come in, first thing I do is I go up to my room. I get on my basketball shorts and my, you know, my comfy t-shirt. Right. And then it's like, as soon as I come down and they're able to walk, they're able to do everything that they need to do. It's like, what do you want to do? Like, yeah. I, I want to keep them content so that they're not wreaking havoc on my life. My, my nephew stayed over this weekend. It was his birthday and slept in my bed and I'm a big guy and he's a little guy, but I was so... And when I sleep, I'm, I'm like, I'm on my left side, I'm on my right side, I'm, I'm, I got a big bed, I'm, I'm all over the fucking place. You're a but roller? I'm a roller, but when he was in the in my bed, I'm like, he, and he was, I had a, like, he's 40 pounds, so I had a 40 pound growth, he was like, on my ass. But yeah. I was so cognizant of, of, of him. Oh, yeah. It's, I just don't, I don't get it. My, my sister has said that too, like, she like, flops around, but like, when the kid's in the, like, it's different. It's yeah, different. like she like subconsciously knows, just like stay still, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Oh, it's not even that. We were in, as we said, I was in Wildwood, mm-hmm. and we sleep on a California king. Like I like to be on one side of the room; she likes to be on the other. Yeah. I don't want her touching me. I, I can't take that. Apparently, a plane's coming down near us because. Wow, that's pretty low. Yeah, it's really low. Where the hell's it's that going to, Stewart? Oh, I would know. I'd have my app out. Oh, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I just sit outside and I watch the planes because there's nothing else to do up here. But we we were in Wildwood and oh, we were on like changing. a what what what's the uh, what's the bed lower than a 
what's it, a queen? It's King's a California queen. king, king, queen, full, full, full twin. We were on a full bed, and Oof. my wife sleeps like a starfish. She's got every extremity out right to the extent, <laughs> and I sleep like a hot dog. And when I hate going on vacation with her because when we go to Florida, we have a twin bed. When we usually go to hotels, we're in twin beds because of the kids. They're in the same room as us. Mm-hmm. I literally sleep like I don't move, and every time she moves, like I wake up. I'm uh, and I'm I'm hugging, and I'm not a small man by any stretch of the imagination, but I am hugging that that edge. It, I'm like Indiana Jones on that fucking uh, that bridge. I mean, I got my arm wrapped around the sheet. <laughs> it's <laughs> insane on how like uh, he, he he started off on the, uh, the far end of the bed. I was on my side, and when by the six o'clock in the morning, I'm like Tom just said, on the edge of you the fucking bed. You are hugging that. You are hugging. And he is all sprawled out. I'm like, dude, you're two foot tall, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's, it's hard to pick somebody up when you're where they're in bed. Yeah. So and I'm I, I'm trying to like edge him out a little bit, try to try to box him out, try to get a little space. Give me shots here. Like, come on, pal. And at one point, he flipped upside down. And he, he literally was in my ass. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so now I have to get out of bed, flip him back over. Oh, like, how is this possible? My, my, <laughs> wife, my wife has ended up on, and a twin bed, ended up on my pillow. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and there's a whole, like, and I'll, I'll hand it to my older daughter. For the past now three years, and they're they're sta- they're sharing a bed now. Once we get the renovation done, they're each going to have their own room. Mm. But... The big one, she is. She can. She can She's sleep like pretty she, still. She, she can. She she minds her p's and q's on in the bed. The little one is like. It's like tremors going through the bed. She's <laughs> on one side. She's on the other. Flipping. I I've seen her, in a night, literally go from. Head to head with the big one to head to ass with the other yeah. one. Like they, they they. It's like foot to. Put the foot. Yeah. They, she will literally spin and be facing the other way in the morning. And you're like, how the fuck does this happen? I couldn't imagine sleeping like that. Like, yeah, it sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. And I, when I go, when I get in the bed, there's certain ways I need to go to sleep. And <laughs> no matter how drunk I am, I always have to lay on my stomach first for, it could be 10 seconds or it could be five minutes. But I have to lay on my stomach. Then I have to lay on my right side. Then I turn to my left side. Like there's a pattern I have to do before I can fall asleep. But after I do that, I can stay in one spot the entire time. But I have to do my my routine to get to sleep. And once I do it, I'm out. Where my wife, I, I, I'll wake up, and especially living here now, it's a little bit different with the air conditioning and it being hot and cold and this and that and I look at her and she is on one side she's on the other she's on my pillow she I, I don't know how you sleep like that yes. when you're that out of control like what what kind of fucked up dreams are you having that you're literally wrestling the the blankets to be on each side of the bed yeah it's scary when you think about like if I was to really think like what is she thinking that she's got a Violently turn to one side of the bed and then flip back over the other. I'm like, what what's the going fuck on? What's going on in that head? Mm. That's why I hide all the knives. 
on that note, <laughs> follow us on Twitter, BullRingPC, Instagram, BullRingPC, Facebook under Joe Tom. You can download our, our podcast on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Stitcher, anywhere you Podcoin. can get Podcoin, anywhere you can get podcasts, we're pretty much there. Uh, Make sure you go back um, as we have been with the entire episode is uh, Big Papa. We've had guests on here that are our friends. We may talk about them in episodes, so it's good for you to listen to the old ones to understand the development of them mm-hmm. as they are on here. They're not just characters as we as we talked about. We uh, actually exist. Yes, they, yes. they actually exist. Yeah, but they, they are, are they're they're characters in our eyes. Because they make our lives so much much more enjoyable. <laughs> Some more than others. Yes. Oh. oh. Don't you say that about me. Oh. Oh. Quick quick story before we end this. Uh, I talked to her the other day. And uh, she's like, that was so nice what Tom said at the end. You could tell he got really emotional. There was zero emotion. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> What'd you say? I can't remember. No, he said the same thing you just said. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> we uh, we love her. She, yeah, <laughs> she is she's definitely a, a character. She's a, she's a character. Oh. She sure is. All right. Well, thanks for this. Has definitely been our longest episode yes. to date. Two hours and seventeen minutes. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Wow. You right, give, give us a uh, round of applause. Nice. Give you Very, one clap. Oh baby. One clap. Oh baby. <laughs> All right. Well, for Joe, Tom, Big Papa, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Do you?